Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. It's not just a floor. Wow, it's Nature Stone. Now launching. Now launching. The dumbest radio show in America. <laughs> Welcome to Common Man and T-Bone. Not only did they smell fresh, yeah, they were all smooth. You couldn't see anything. It was almost because like there weren't even breasts there. Well, the first it was just bra smooth like was a made by fanatics. <laughs> That's why you could just see right through it. <laughs> yeah. By the way, welcome fanatics. to spring training. Look at my dong. <laughs> what is it? Chicks, Chicks dig, dig the, the long, long ball. They, they dig the long. They ball. dig the dong ball. They dig the see-through long ball or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Featuring Panama Ted. Too hot. Timmy Hall. I will rub one on my face. And a collection of profane noises. Coach? No, Dom. I'm a genetic freak. <laughs> and I'm not normal. I want me some glory hole. I'll keep it in the room. Stop breathing. It used to be a lot longer. The numbers don't lie. Bah! Bah! This is stupid. <laughs> this is man. And both. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Monday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. Uh, it is Yikes Monday. The segment that's not a segment. All right, we're going to lead the show today with big news. Big news. Big oh, news. Oh, yes. I'm excited about this news. You are? I think it's the news I'm thinking about. The news about this week, right? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, then I don't know what news we're leading with. Never mind. No, I mean, this is bigger than that. Okay. I mean, think, think Christ coming back to earth (laughs) and then one notch below that Mm. is what this is. I mean, this is huge news. Okay. You ready? McDonald's is bringing back the snack wrap. No. Oh, that would be above. Oh, Christ. Christ is coming with the snack wrap. (laughs) That's how you know it's real. Yeah. He just comes down from the clouds. and He's got snack wrap in his hands. Mm. That's that'd be a nice plan for him. Uh, UMass is joining the Mac. Congratulations to them. Oh, yeah. Marcus Camby will be there. And young Calipari. I just want to say I'm, I'm standing in solidarity, solidarity with all the uh, Ohio University fans, the Miami University fans, the Akron Zips. Zips? The Toledo Rockets. We're just going to name every team now? Yeah, well, the Ohio Mac teams, I'm saying I'm standing, because here's what I know. That team's going to come play your team in your building, and your students collectively are going to say UMass, more like you ass. Uh, that's right. Yeah. I got one for you right there, ready to go. Just launch that right at them as soon as they walk in. You ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what else? Uh, I know the people from Maine. Have a special nickname for the Massachusetts people. Oh, I, I've heard this nickname. You've heard that one. I mean, make, make a good chant. Right. At a basketball game. That's another game. one you could do. Mass. Space. Just a big space. Holes. Holes is another word not related to the first one. Mass. Mass. Mass over here. Holes. Well, Mike, that could be talking about science. You know, a black hole. 
That's right. Mass is, is supposed to be huge amounts of dark energy and mass that we don't quite understand. That's right. And it's just mass. mass. And it's all sucked into a hole. Holes. Yeah. Holes. Because there's black holes in the universe. Right. There's suns around those black holes, I'm told. Black hole sun. Yeah. Won't you come? Mm. Buckeyes snap the epic 17-game road losing streak with a dramatic victory against Sparty yesterday. Dale Bonner with the game winner. We have not done this all season long because it's been a joyless season. Mm -hmm. However, we have fun play-by-play to bring you. Let's hear it. Big Daddy Paul Keels on the call. Devin Royal looking to inbound. Devin Royal still looking inbound. Gets it to Thornton. Thornton dribbling up the left side. Gets it up court Bonner. Bonner on the left wing. Fakes. Forces a deep three. Up and in. Dale Bonner hits it from the left wing. Dale Bonner wins it for Ohio State with a three from the left wing. Remember when sports was fun? Yeah. That was fun. Nice. You want to know why? Because I don't think they led the entire game. If they did, it was in the last minute there. No, but that was... That was epic. That was truly an epic comeback by the Buckeyes. They had multiple times. They were down 12 points, and I thought, all right, it's over. I don't think we're going to pull this out. Every, I thought it was over. Sure. Everybody thought it was. Tom Izzo thought it was over. They did. I mean, with like 10 minutes to go, they were down 12. 10 minutes left in the game. You're three quarters of the way through. They're down 12. I thought that's pretty much with this team, the way that their offense has at times struggled to come back. But man, I will tell you, it's fun to watch this basketball team because you had three guys down there getting the job done. It was fun to watch this basketball team yesterday. Yeah. Well, Be, that's what we're talking about. No, game. no, I know, I know that. But you just said it's fun to watch this basketball no, team. No, no, it no, was. Normally, yesterday. it's not. No, yesterday Because was. your second half offense involves Jamison Battle fadeaway threes. Well. But yesterday, you actually fed your big dudes in the paint. Yeah. Felix Akpara had a great game. Devin Royal is looking like a true offensive weapon and he's playing some defense now he had two steals last yesterday like a a lot more from him on the defensive side of things I thought that was great and then Zed Key didn't play a ton but he was effective at moments too. made some plays when he had to I'm saying you got more from the big guys underneath the basket especially late in that game you go back and watch the possessions where they were able to chip away at this thing and get all the way back from that big 12 point deficit and come back it wasn't by launching threes and taking terrible shots. It was because they worked the ball inside. You had guys like Roddy driving to the rim, trying to make a play, or slashing across the middle of the paint, and then some nice pocket passes to get Akpar open. I mean, these are these are basketball plays, man. We're, we're playing basketball. It wasn't just, let's just pass it around for 10 seconds and then jack up a three that nobody wanted. That's so good to watch that offense actually play that way. I know Sparty's not great, but... Who cares? That's that was, all right. You go on the road, we. you snap the 17-game streak. That's the place to do it. That's the house of horrors for you. It's been for a long time. Tom Izzo very upset after the game. As a matter of fact, let's listen to Tom. Oh, please. Shall we? Yes. You lead for all but .06 seconds. Tied for about a minute. And uh, yet we didn't deserve to win the game. They deserved to win the game. Hold them to 24 and 10 the first half. And make three threes the whole game. Just such a shame for me. I mean, I... The crowd was unbelievable. It's almost like these players, you know, sometimes they expect everybody to give to them. They got to give something back to the crowd. And we didn't do that. And I didn't, they didn't, and that was disappointing. Also, I'm glad, I'm glad that they decided to record that in between two sheets where people just going, 
just rubbing well, a I sheet you meant together. The sheets gas station. No. <laughs> it, well, it was. It sounded like it was a lot of noise going on in the background of that. All right, so we had that. No small feet going on no. the road. Michigan State snapping a 17-game road losing streak. No small small feet. Buckeye women. Yeah. Clinch a share of the Big Ten title by beating Maryland for their 14th straight win. How about that? Yeah, that's a that's another, uh, just another mark on the road to what we hope is a very successful season for this women's basketball team. But yeah, you had five players in double figures. Uh, they were led by Cody McMahon and Celeste Taylor. They both had great games. Rebecca Mikulashikova has been awesome this year. It was senior night for her and J.C. Sheldon and... Ricky Harris and a few others. Now, it's, it's senior night, but they have one more home game to play. Yes, they right? play Michigan on Wednesday. And okay. I'm, I'm not sure the reasoning of why that was. I'm sure there is one. Um, but yeah, I was I was reminded of watching that game because they just they are so talented. They had a third quarter where they actually in this game the Buckeyes got outscored in the third quarter, and it was like the first time all this count like in 2024 where they've lost a third quarter. Like that's how dominant they've been. Is that's the only thing you could take away from that game? And go ah. Let a third quarter get away. That's no good. But then they came back and didn't matter. They won by double digits. It was not that close of a game. But yeah, Maryland tried to make it a little bit of a thing there for a hot second, and it, it didn't last. All right, so they clinch a share of the conference championship. They've already clinched the number one seed in the tournament. That, in, the, in, the in the Big Ten, Ten tournament. tournament. Yes. So right. that's already a thing. If they beat Michigan on Wednesday, they're outright. They're outright. So they have one more game then after that at Iowa. And I was just seeing like, tickets are crazy for that, and... Mm-hmm. Everybody's losing their mind. Is that the Caitlin Clark is the all-time point leader ever yeah. well, in the it, history it, of collegiate basketball? It could be her last, uh, you know, home game. Probably not her last official home and here's game. Here's what I'm saying: they'll have probably an NCAA tournament you game. You take there, care but. of business against Michigan on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. You have nothing to prove. Then, then you go to Iowa and you play the equipment managers. <laughs> you play no one. <laughs> You know, I kind of like if, the idea. And if they be beat honest. you by fifty, they beat you Who by cares? fifty. Everybody, you already beat say, them. We didn't even play our guy. We didn't play our. We, best we've players. clinched everybody. We we were resting up. We have no. Yeah. You want to make this a big pony show? That's fine. We're not going to be around for it. Yeah, that's right. Don't give them the satisfaction. That's right. The other thing I I will say is Buckeyes are solidly on the one line as a you know you know on, looking at the tournament seating for the NCAA tournament. Uh, as long as they are top four, which they clearly will be, we are going to be hosting two. Hopefully two games here. You got to win your first one, but nice. we'll be hosting a like four teams here at the shot. So that means we get some NCAA tournament action there, which everybody will get to go watch. So that should be fun. But the road for Ohio State, it's important that they stay as like a top two, top three team because South Carolina is undefeated. They're number one. They're a number one seed locked in. They're sharpied in all that stuff. They are going to be in the East as the number one seed when you get past the first two rounds. That means your Sweet 16 matchups, there's two places you can go. Albany, New York, very drivable for Buckeye fans, yeah. or Portland. <laughs> so Maine? No, Oregon. So you're going to presumably want to stay in the new in the Albany, and not New Albany, the Albany side of the bracket. It'd be great if it was the New Albany region. <laughs> that would be ridiculous. So you've got basically Ohio State could play in Columbus the first two games. And then go to Albany, which plenty of Buckeye fans will go to. Do you know where the Final Four is this year? Damn it, Bone. It, it just slipped out of my mind. That's okay. It's uh, living in sin with a safety pin. Cleveland Rocks. Oh, is it? Yeah. So I'm saying your Final Four, like their road to the Final Four could be Columbus to Albany to Cleveland. You think there'd be Buckeye fans at each of those games? I would think so. So I'm just telling you, 
it's not just that Ohio State women's basketball team is really good. If they can keep in that Albany side of the bracket as a one seed, they'll get a very favorable draw, and they will probably get, if they can get all the way to the Final Four, which is not a given, that would be in Cleveland. So that's, yes, let's have that happen. All right, we got Jackets time. Crew, also winners this weekend as they opened up their season. And we have a big announcement to make about Thursday's show. Okay? Yes. Big announcement to make about Thursday's show. Come on back with us. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. You should know the westbound 270 off-ramp to northbound 23 is partially blocked right now, and that's on the north outer belt. And we have an accident causing some slowdowns on westbound East Livingston Avenue at South Hamilton Road and some residual traffic due to an earlier accident on westbound 670 at Grandview Avenue. This report is sponsored by Direct Auto. Safe Auto Insurance is now Direct Auto Insurance. New name, same lowdown payments. Go to directauto.com for a free quote. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Shun. Your undisputed leader in talking about nothing. This is Man and Bone. Colin Man and T-Bone brought to you by the Hinder Motor Company. It is Yikes Monday. All right, special announcement. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a show on Thursday. It is the Leap Day show. So we're going to pretend that show, since it's a bonus day of the year, that is a bonus show, and it does not exist. It's That's not right. a real show. Yeah, I like that. So uh, there will be no podcast of that show. Well, it's just going to air live. You, and then It's old school radio, man. You listen live or you don't listen. That's the way it goes. It's only one of these we're doing. This is nothing against those of you who listen on the podcast or anything like that. We are glad that you do. But we figured it's a leap year show. It's an extra show. Yeah, it's it's bonus. We should this is an extra day that we usually don't have. Actually, if you if you seriously, if you look at our contracts, we are not getting paid for Thursday's show. No. All right. In fact, I think if anybody here is not an hourly employee, like if you're salary, you're not getting you're just you're getting whatever you would have got if there was 365 days. So in the we're year. we're working for free, and so yeah. we decided we're going to do a different type of show on Thursday. We're going to play some music, not in its entirety, no, but whenever we want. To. Like right now, we have problems playing songs because Spotify will kick us off. The podcast will yeah. kick us off. So rather than make Ted go through after every show and delete any portion of the show where we played music, we just try to stay away from it. But, so um, we're gonna we're gonna do some fun stuff. Like we'll play some songs mm-hmm. that we like. We'll have some surprises. I did find, you know, I've always thought it would be fun to do like a Ted. This is your life, sure, right? Because Teddy's been banging for a long time. How old are you now, Ted? Fifty two. Fifty. Thirty something. How old are you, Ted? Fifty one. Fifty one. Yeah, it's right. it's a it's a harsh reality. I know Teddy. Embrace it, Ted. I don't know why you're trying to hide it. Embrace it. But we on Thursday, we're bringing a special guest in for Ted. Oh? Yes. The girl he lost his virginity to will be joining us. 
also known as his seventh grade study hall teacher. Oh, is that? I was going to say, is she still working? Yes. Breaking news. Yes. Let her live. She will be here. Okay. And other surprises on Thursday, the show that doesn't exist. That's right. No podcast. Yeah. Uh, Crew, open up the season with a one nothing victory against Atlanta. Bone, you'll be proud of me. Uh, How so? Because I gave in. Oh. I bought it. Really? I bought the MLS package on the Apple Plus. I spent $100. That is I'm a in. shocking development. I didn't know you were going to do that. I watched it. I'm in. I figured you win the championship, I'll give you $100. Well, there you go. That's really good. Now, of course, Apple's going to chalk that up to uh, Lionel Messi because you two, you clearly spent $100 to see him and nothing else. But but I'm agreeing with you. I know why you did it because you wanted to watch well, the should, Black and Gold. I didn't watch them. I know. I Gave him my hundred dollars, and I watched the crew game. That's they right. should have that. They should hopefully data? see the data. Yeah, I hope it shows up. They That's should have right. won that game five nothing. Boy, I'll tell you, they were playing that first half. It was it was an onslaught by the crew, and they have to figure this out, right? Because they won one nothing. Could have easily been three or four goals in that first half. They didn't finish some of those. Uh, you're playing guys like Jason Russell Rowe, who's a, a younger player but a, a good player that they have regularly often on the bench, and sometimes he starts. They have to manage the minutes for all these players because you've got Champions League games coming up. You've got a lot of different competitions. When you win MLS Cup, you get to participate in all these other things. So they've got to figure all that out. Plus, they've got guys who are going to be on international duty in the summer. So they got to try to get three points at home, at least a point on the road, and then go out on the road in, like, say, Mexico or somewhere and try to win a game there in CONCACAF Champions League. And then there's so many other competitions they're involved in as well. So... A lot of soccer for the crew coming up in the next few months, and let's hope that they can, you know, do all of it, right? Be top of the league in MLS, go out and try to compete for a trophy, all that stuff. Let's hope so. I enjoyed it. Well, I'm glad I you watched. I enjoyed the game. I enjoyed the broadcast. They do a good job on the Apple. Yeah? I, 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 don't, I don't care for the Peacock basketball broadcasts, and I don't like the ESPN Plus hockey stuff. Well, you know why I'm excited about the Apple broadcast this year. Why? Because they brought back my boy, my dude. Neil Sika. My guy. That's right. Neil Sika is back, baby. He didn't do the crew game this week, but he will do some crew games coming up. So I'm excited about that for Neil. Jackets beat the Rangers last night. Rangers had a 10-game winning streak coming into that game. They don't now. Yeah. They will see the Rangers, the Jackets will at the Garden again on Wednesday night. You know, they they played a, a nice, complete hockey game. Last night. What a shock. We have not said that many times this season, but that's, you know, that's the difference. Look, there are talented guys on this team. It's just, can you do it consistently night after night? And so far, the answer has been no. But last night, you got that consistent effort you've been looking for, and you were able to beat one of the best teams in the league. Yeah. Russian line continues to be really good. And that's, I mean, say what you will about the rest of this season, but that's been one of the true bright spots is finding those guys and seeing them all play well for this team. Voronkov has 16 goals on the season. Anybody see that coming beforehand? I know the Jackets will say they did, and rightfully so, but th- they've been tweeting this out, and I think it's fair to point it out with some context. Uh, Voronkov has 16 goals. Connor Bedard has 17. Now, Bedard with the well, Blackhawks... break his face. Yes, he just was out for six weeks. But the point of the matter is, Bedard is still leading rookies in goals scored with 17. There are a couple guys with 16. Voronkov's right there as far as near the league lead for rookie goals. And I think if you had said one of the rookies on the Jackets has was is in that conversation, certainly would have thought Fantilli, and Fantilli is wonderful. He's obviously on the shelf with the skate laceration, 
But meanwhile, you got another bright spot there as a very young player in Voronkov who's doing some good things. So these are these are good signs for the future. Good to see them. No, you're right. Brightest, that game. brightest signs on this team this season. Voronkov. Yeah. Fantilli. Mm-hmm. Chinikov. Yes. Right. Nice surprise there. Right? Yeah. Marchenko's been good. Marchenko's been good. I'm just right? saying, like, that Russian line has been great. And that's all I got. Yeah, but the, you know hey, what? That's good, though. But that's those are some building Moving blocks forward. for you. Yes. You got to figure out how to get rid of an expensive goaltender. Nah, that's all right. He's fine. Worry about all that Speaking stuff. Speaking of Connor Bedard, did you watch any of the last night? No. The Blackhawks and the Red Wings? I know what happened in it because I know that they had, weren't they celebrating, uh, was it Chelios? Chelios. Yeah. yeah. I just, look, I don't care about either of those teams. My father's a Blackhawks fan, but he couldn't tell you two players on the team right now. Sure. Um, but I, I love sports because I love the emotional aspect of sports. That's why we initially got into this. Whether it's because you shared something with your dad or there was a moment on TV that sucked you in. Like, I'm watching that last night. And Chelios has his thing. They're putting his banner up. Very emotional. You know, one of the greatest American-born players of all time. He still lives in the area there. Great story. And the Wings are in town. A team that he also spent a lot of time with. Of course. Chelios, right? Yeah. So his family's there. Gretzky's there. That's how much that the dignitaries all showed up. That's how much they think of Chris Chelios. Yeah. Right? And all of the emotion that comes with that. Also... Patrick Kane is playing for the Red Wings now. So he's making his first return in front of a Blackhawk crowd. All the emotions for that. All the emotions with that, with standing, like three separate standing ovations just for Patrick Kane, right? Mm. And then the game goes into overtime. Patrick Kane has a breakaway in overtime, buries the puck, wins the game. Yeah. If you didn't care about the outcome of that game, what a moment that was just to watch it. Knows how to get it done in that building. Right? I mean, that's a, but that's a, yeah, what an interesting way you must have felt if you're a Blackhawks fan watching that game, right? You had all the emotion, all the different tie ins with the Red Wings there. And then you lose that game, but you lose to one of your guys you just gave an ovation to. For me personally, in the moment, I would say I don't want him to beat us in that day. But looking back on it later, I'm sure people will walk away from that game and go, all right, that was pretty special. I will give you my very unpopular opinion on something coming up next. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. You're going to hit a couple minutes slowdown if you're on eastbound 70 on the west side between Mount Street and 315 and expect a delay on northbound 71 on the north side between 670 and 11th Avenue. This report is sponsored by InvisibleFence.com. Going stir-crazy with your pet, Invisible Fence brand works in any weather, so you can stay warm while your dog gets their energy out in the yard. Their local pet experts work with you to create a customized solution tailored to your pet. Learn more about how pets like yours gain independence at InvisibleFence.com. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. Done. Come for the obesity, stay for the anger. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Monday. 
Hey, make sure to subscribe to the podcast of this stupid show. It's available wherever you get your podcast. Just search Common Man and T-Bone. Click subscribe. Every single show comes right to your device free of charge. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. All right, now you can back me up on this. Because you heard me talk about it many times. Oh, yeah. I have always been against court storming. Yes. I hate it. Even at times where it's been fun to see people doing that, or we've had it happen here, and you've said, listen, I know it's not maybe your favorite thing to hear right now, but this is a bad idea. We should not be doing this. Yes. Now, this is the topic of the day, topic du jour. Mm, That's that what does that, sound good. I'll have that. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Anywho. Yeah. So you had the situation between Duke and Wake Forest, and now every media talking head wants to talk about court storming if you didn't see it wake forest upset duke at wake forest duke is obviously a top 10 ranked team wake forest is not and so they're they're fan i mean you've seen court stormings happening now where a team is the favorite and but it's a close game and then they come down to the wire and they win at home or something over a rival but it's a favored win and yet the fans will storm out onto the court so this Kyle is Phil- filipowski was allegedly hurt well, not a lot. I mean, he. You can see he ran into a. a, a well, yes. Now a the, fan from Wake Forest. The talking ran into point him. now is that well, he clearly initiated the contact. <sighs> he had time to get. Look, it's not his job to avoid contact. Oh no, no, no! All it's right? not. It's not on. No, I've seen Kyle Filipowski say. I think this guy came at me with some intention. I mean, again, I wasn't there. I'm just looking at video. He was the guy who went through it. But I think you can easily just point to this is a bunch of. Fans acting crazy, trying to get on the court quickly, not looking at anything else other than I want to get out right to midcourt as quickly as possible so I can celebrate. And unfortunately, some of these fans are not as agile as NCAA athletes, and they didn't get out of the way quick enough. And they, a couple of them ran into him. It, that's that's uh, no good. Look, I know, I know it's fun. I get it. I've been to games where upsets happen. I've been to games where the, the court has been stormed. I did not do it. Right. I, I don't think it's fun to storm the court. I think it's scary if you're on that court. He, you got people just running at you. You have no idea what their intentions are. None. You know, we can look after the fact and say, well, it was clear they were just there to have a good time. Dude, we can't even have a Super Bowl parade in this country without somebody getting shot. Oh, All yeah. Right? That's fair. That's I, entirely I think, fair. I think the days of people running at you in close quarters, not to mention that you just lost a tough game and you're physically and emotionally exhausted and maybe not equipped to handle all that right now. I mean, we talk about these guys shouldn't have microphones shoved in their face after one second, but instead you got a thousand people rushing at them right. and that's okay. They're supposed to know how to behave there. Well, the point of it all to your, to that, to that example there will come another point because we've seen this happen too, where fans rush the field. I believe we've seen this in football where a fan and a player are in close proximity and the fan is believed to have said something and the player then shoves or pushes the fan. But of course football players are, can be, you know, six foot seven, 300 plus pounds. Your average, you know, college student is not quite built the same way. If there is a little bit of an argument or a heated moment, that's not going to go well for the non-college athlete. And then who's going to get in trouble? Probably disproportionately is the college athlete who's vastly bigger and stronger. If that you know student gets hurt in that bit of a, you know, he said, she said, or he said, he said, where two fans are on the court together, on the field together, there's a thought that there's an argument. It's not a good environment. 
It is not a safe environment, to your point. And yeah, it's fun. But there have been lots of things over the years. You know who also people thought for years was fun? Smoking. And then we decided, you know what? Fun as it may be. Not the healthiest habit to do. And we've discouraged it from lots of parts of our society. Maybe you disagree with that. Maybe you still smoke. I let you live. But we can clearly point to examples to say that's not the best thing to do going forward. We think it's unhealthy as a society. We're going to try to not have as much of that going on. Dude, have your thing. Have your party. Yeah. You know, before the game, designated spot. Here's where we're going to be. Sure. We're going to jump in the disgusting lake that's on campus or whatever you do on that particular campus. Go ahead and do it. But to me, the field and the court should not be a place where students and fans gather. Sorry. Well, and this is, I, I'm, I'm 100% with you. This is a failure of, the, of athletic administrators for this to happen. Because if you go watch an NFL game, you go watch an NBA game, there are big upsets in the NFL every week. There are big games in the NBA. There are cool things that happen. You're right. Fans and you, want and to be down never, there. You never see it. You do not see it. When did you see it in the NBA? When did we see anything close to this? It had a name, Malice in the Palace. Remember that? Yeah. With Ron Artest throwing punches, that whole thing. And fans were on the court for that, and it got out of hand bad. And then they suspended a bunch of players. They beefed up security, and it's not really, to my knowledge, happened again. In the NFL, you don't see this. So I know because they've also put the, the message out there. If you step foot on this playing surface, you will be arrested. You'll be arrested. You will be banned from this facility you're not coming back and like they will not let you come to games there so if you're a college student and you want to risk it you want to go out there go right ahead here's what it will take sadly uh hopefully there's two things that could stop this quicker and i hope one of them never happens one of them is obviously the worst case scenario is someone gets injured like this or worse and it's either a player or a student i i don't think it's better either way right some people are like oh imagine if this was a play this player is really talented yeah, what if a random like sophomore at Duke gets run over in the course of like a celebration at Duke? This right. was obviously not this was Wake Forest, but what if a Wake Forest student got run over and died? Did you see the speed? Would that be okay? And the the crowd and stuff. Yeah, that's like Black Friday on steroids. Right, people I, get trampled. It wouldn't be any better if someone got injured who's a student, even if they were being dumb and participating. This is all not good. But the other thing that could happen. So I hope none of that ever occurs, where you get a worse injury and then we just then we finally wake up. But the other thing that presumably could happen with this at some point is you are going to see somehow like the games being impacted to a point where the a conference comes out or the NCAA comes out and says, fine, we're going to stop this. If you ever set foot, we will ban you from games for the rest of your college career. We will put you in jail and you will have 50 or 100 students who may try it and say, well, they're not going to arrest all of us. Yeah, they will. Like if, if they ever get serious enough to say we are putting a hard line in the sand, this is it. Step on this court, ruin your college career, find out, get kicked out of school for it, find out about it and see what happens. If they would put a line in the sand like that, some students would cross it. They would instantly find out. Nope, they're not messing around. I'm in jail and I'm at risk of getting kicked out of this school. I will never do this again. And then the word will get out in that student body. I know that it seems fun, but they will not tolerate it. That's the level of intensity that needs to be brought to this. If you want to keep players safe, but we don't care because it's fun to watch on ESPN for the millions of people who are watching it who aren't actually there. I think we should put that aside and keep things where they need to be for the college athletes and the college students. That's right. And I can't believe I'm going to say this. I don't think I've ever said it before. I agree with Jay Billis. 
Oh, where yeah. Jay Billis was on this morning and he was saying, look, this has been a problem for many years. And in a lot of respects, it's the media's fault because oh, yeah. we here at ESPN, other entities that broadcast these games, we have glorified this. We've almost encouraged it. And it, it's it's ours. What do we do all the time when there's a, a streaker or something at an NFL game? You will hear the announcers say, oh, there's some bozo on the field. But they never show the guy. No. Right? Then, And that was put in place a long time ago because they weren't going to give that guy his 10 seconds of fame. And when you see streaker nowadays half the time, like the guy at the Super Bowl, I don't even think like he had his shirt off. But it wasn't like you couldn't broadcast it because it was indecent. A lot of times that term streaker implies, oh, someone's naked running around the field. No, they just don't show it a lot of times because they don't want to encourage that behavior. Yes. But you essentially have is hundreds of streakers after a game and we're like, yeah, that's totally fine. In fact, let's celebrate it. Let's put it in the highlight packages. Let's make sure that's part of the promos for college basketball. I get it's a great visual. It's a lot of fun. It seems like it would be enjoyable, but it's too dangerous. Sorry. Yeah. That outweighs the fun. I I'm get a- it. And look, all oh, the funny duddies are out today. This... This is the show that talks about beef curtains and farts. Dude. Okay? My little furnace fest that I went to this past September, this rock concert I went to, I was in mosh pits. I have no problem with that if that's what everyone's there to sign up to do. Not everyone is signed up for a rock concert and mosh pit when they go play college sports. Yeah, guess where the band is during the mosh pit, by the way? They're on the stage. On a stage. If you try to get up there, they throw you off that's of it. That's right. Yeah. That's so, where they're working. So get the band off the stage, get the players off the court, and then let have Be your as mosh stupid pit. as you want. Then. Go have I your mosh pit. If that's what these schools want to do, that's fine. Makes no sense to me. I've been saying it for years. Everybody's been calling me an old fuddy-duddy. No, you're, dude, you're spot on. You're right. I mean, I, I, I will say, like, we can have the discussion about should players be able to get out of there quicker. I, I've seen people say that about Filipowski. It's like, dude, if you watch this game, like... Maybe the coaches should take players off the court, but at some point you're down four. They're going to leave their players on because they're going to give them every chance to try to come back and win, even if there's only a couple seconds left. Yeah. As soon as that whistle hit, 500 people are there within five seconds. This guy, yeah, there's no time for them to get off. This guy's seven feet tall. Get What's his here. Is he Jesse Owens? He's going to jump from like the middle of the court all the way out to the locker room. How's he going to do that? It's there's no way. There's no time to get guys off the court if they don't hold people back. They need better security. They need to have a role. Uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. is showing off his thighs. We'll talk about it next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. We've got a couple of slow spots to watch out for. Just a couple minute delay on eastbound 161 between Hamilton Road and New Albany Road. And some slower traffic if you're traveling northbound 71 on the north side between 670 and 11th Avenue. This report is sponsored by WeBuyAnyCar.com. Before you sell or trade in, find out how much your car is worth at WeBuyAnyCar.com. They make selling your car fast, safe, and fair. Get your free online valuation now at WeBuyAnyCar.com. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Highly medicated, barely educated. This is Common Man and T-Bone. 
You know what we had this weekend, Boner? What's that? Spring training baseball. Oh, yeah, that's right. I did uh, flip on some of the games. Yep. The old adage is, pitchers are ahead of the hitters Mm -hmm. early on in spring training. And judging by some of these box scores, that is true. So yesterday, the Pirates, no runs on three hits. Okay. The Yankees, no runs on one hit. The Astros, no runs on four hits. Mm. Uh, the Cubs, no runs on three hits. The Giants, play, the Giants and Rangers playing each other to a scoreless tie where both teams only had three hits. Oh, my. The White Sox had no runs on two hits. The Angels had no runs on seven hits. They were beaten by a Royals team that had one run on five hits. Now, again, I am a... Uh... Not a not the biggest baseball fan in the world, but let me ask you this: What maybe is a dumb question? All right, do guys show up? I know that some hitters are famous for doing this, right? Where they're like, "I'm literally just working on driving the ball to left field, and that is all I am working on in this game. I do not care about anything no, else." Not not uh, no. I, I'm just saying. I don't know how much of that now, especially that have- guys playing guys that are playing. Multiple innings at this point in spring training are okay. not your veterans who are making the team. Right. They are young guys, uh, invites, who are trying to make the team or make an impression. All right. So even if there were some some star players that might be doing something like that, it's not the majority of guys that are the cause of this. Yes. Okay. This isn't like Ichiro. Right. The first time yeah. Ichiro shows up in a Mariners camp. Was it Lou Pinella who was there? I don't remember who it was. I want to say it was Sweet Lou Pinella, who I actually dreamt about last night for some reason. Wow. He was in my dream. That's bizarre. We were eating at a barbecue restaurant, and he was there. Anywho. Okay. So Ichiro shows up. Big guy, Japan. He's going to take the league by storm. A lot of hype around him. A lot of hype around him. Right. So he comes in for his first camp. Spring training. Everything he's hitting is to the left side of the infield on the ground. Hmm. And the Mariners, people are all looking at him saying... What the hell did we just get here? Right. He can't even he can't even pull the ball. Everything is on the left side on the ground. So they say, oh, okay, well he's just he's getting used to things. Games start. He's facing live pitching. Everything is left side of the infield on the ground. Hmm. They're thinking to themselves, what a disaster this is. We spent all this money. Our reputation's gonna be shot now. Because we went and got a guy who can't even pull a baseball. so <laughs> That would be a disaster if that was the case. Lou Pinella goes to the translator, because at this point, Ichiro did not understand enough English to have a conversation with the manager. Lou Pinella goes to the translator and says, Hey, uh, are you feeling okay? Yeah, feel, feel great. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's just that... Um, We've been watching you for like a week and a half, and you haven't even hit the ball to the right side of the the diamond once. Right. Well, that's just what I do. That's my process. I will start hitting balls over to third base, then I'll work my way over to shortstop, work my way up the middle, and then, you know, start pulling the baseball. And they said, oh, okay. Well, could you just maybe show us that you can do that? Sure. In the game today. And each row says, like, Okay, I guess I can. <laughs> Whatever you want to see. And then first at bat goes out there, yanks a home run to right field. 
And then Lou Pinella's like, I guess he can. Let's just, he, keep doing whatever you're doing. Whatever you're doing. Keep going, hitting to the left side, whatever you want to do. I Those are the stories, again, I don't know. I, I know there's some truth to that story. I don't know, obviously, all the details of it. But stories like that, stories of hearing about just immense athletic talent where even people who are in the business who have been around ball players of any type for years, and then they see a great doing it, and they go, oh, wow, I had no idea he was that good. Those stories always give me goosebumps. I always enjoy those. I could listen to the, I could listen to hours of those stories, which is why like every old timer in baseball has a hundred of them. That's right. That's how they can you can get a speaking engagement until you're your ninety. Right? Yeah. They'll 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 give you those stories for hours if you let them. NFL Combine this week. Uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. will be there, but he's not working out. He will meet with teams. So, by the way, I great good for him. Like, well, I'm, I mean. I'm, He's not the only one. Caleb Williams is not going to throw or work out. I mean, he'll be there. He'll meet with teams. He'll hike up his shorts and show you his thighs. Yeah. But that's going to be about it. Well, I saw Marvin Harrison, too. Like, part of it is he's like, I'm not even training for the drills. Why? Because guys will go and say, all right, now I'm training for the combine for a few months prior to this, obviously. As soon as their season ends, they spend weeks at a time trying to get ready for the combine-specific drills that they will have to do to get their times better in those drills. Marvin Harrison Jr. and, and other guys who are doing this are saying, why don't I just prepare to be a football player since I know I'm getting drafted and I know I'm going to want to play football? Why do I need to show up and do this? And and I don't... Well, they're not going to show up and do it there. Like, they'll show up and do something at the pro day. No, but I'm saying he has already said, I'm not trying to test well on the... Why do I... Why do you care? Right. For Marvin Harrison Jr. specifically, the questions that would be asked of him are, are you going to... Is your... You know, like anybody, are you going to be injured? Are you going to be able to, you know, read defenses in live action against NFL defenses that are game planning for you? How are you going to do in the moment, in the spotlight, with all that other stuff? There's no way to answer that until you play in the NFL because you can't replicate that any other place, even at big-time college football. You can't replicate what it's going to be like in the playoffs, on the road, in Buffalo, let's say. You got to just go do it. And so are you going to answer that question at the Combine? No. Every other question that would have with him has to do with in the game. How will you fare once you get into the arena? Everything else is known. His measurables are awesome. His tape is phenomenal. His pet, his dad played and is a hall of famer. Like anything you want to know about this guy is already answered other than will he do it for us when we draft him? And you'll only find out by getting him on the field. Michael Penix, Bo Nix, and the future number one pick in the draft, JJ McCarthy, <laughs> all plan to throw at the combine fast. That too. Hmm. Fat boy food tap. Coming up next, Colin Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Watcher an accident on the right shoulder of northbound 71 on the north side at 11th Avenue. It's causing slow traffic from 670. And you'll also hit slow traffic on southbound 71 on the north side between 161 and Morse Road. This report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Their end-to-end solution helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all year round. Schedule and conduct virtual interviews right from your Indeed dashboard. Learn more by visiting Indeed.com slash credit. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. 
Granger, for the ones who get it done. Objects in radio may be dumber than they appear. This is Man in Bone. Gonna take some gasoline, burn her house down. Yeah. 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 No. Don't do that. Yeah. Happy Monday. Don't forget, on Thursday, it's a Leap Day. Yeah. We have announced that we're doing a show that doesn't really exist since we're not getting paid for it. We're not going to do a podcast for it. Mm. The only place you can hear it is live, 3 to 5.30, because Buckeye basketball starts early. So 3 to 5.30 on Thursday, it will be wacky. Wacky! Yeah, all kinds of weird. Let's do it. So join us. Hey, Teddy. Hello, Mike. How you doing, Teddy? I just had a thought. When you said that, the way you said leap day, oh. I thought you were going to say, like, do a leap a day. Well, it could, oh. it could be. A, well, you know what? Leap-a. I will bring, if no one else will, because we're going to, on Thursday, we're planning on playing different songs throughout the day. Not like the entire song or anything, but we'll... Little bits well, of songs that we, we might like. bring up a song that we like, talk about a band we like or something, and play a little bit so you can hear it. And I'm sure some of these songs you'll know, some of them you may not. But I'll bring some Dua Lipa to the party. That's fine with me. Who doesn't like Dua Lipa? She's mm. great. Well, I mean, I, I don't. I'm sure she's, she's talented. She's great, but she's talented in many different physically. Well, I know that's all you're Fantastic. interested in. But her songs are great. She's a good singer. She's a great performer. I'm, I'm sure she is. Yeah. Anyway, Thursday. Three o'clock, quit your job if you have to, Leap Day show. That's right. Thank you. Oh, and also a big happy birthday to all the Leap Year babies who are like 36-year-old people who have to pretend like they're having their ninth birthday. I'm sorry that you have to do that. It's fun, though, isn't it? Is it? I think it's fun. I don't know. Like, I mean, literally, as a kid, you look forward to like, my birthday's on this day, and you talk about it, and you think about it. Well, they just pick another day, whether it's the 28th or the 1st. Imagine like you're a little kid and you're like, yeah, my birthday's on the 12th. And then your parents are like, sorry, the 12th only happens once every four years. So enjoy it now. See you in eighth well, grade. Well, that may just be like a problem just... with your sucky parents. No, I'm just saying they still have the party, but it's like your actual day of the month. It just, you tell your friends like what day were you born? I was born on February 29th. They're like, yeah, whatever, loser. That's not even a real day. You suck. And it's like, no. Man, what kind of schools are you going to? Dumb ones, apparently. My God. Have you ever met kids? I'm saying when you're in third grade and you try to convince your friends you're born on a day that doesn't exist, they're probably like, yeah, right. So I'm saying that probably sucks. It does exist. It just doesn't exist every year. No, they go look at their calendar like, hey, a-hole, I saw it set on there. There's no February 29th. A-hole. You made it up. That's some angry-ass kids, man. Have you met kids? I'm just saying there's angry they're kids. They're not nice. In Marysville, there's some angry kids. No, you just, you're at the bus stop and everybody's like, oh, hello, Mr. Mike. Hello, adult. That's right. We had a good time this morning. Yeah, wait till you leave and then they're all like, you can suck it. Yeah. Like, that's all they're doing. They're just walking around and screaming, suck it at everybody. That's all they do. You don't know what's going on. You're the man right now. You're not man. Jesus. You're like the principal that walks by. What what happened here, Teddy? He's so angry. Telling you. It's kids, you you got to you got to be ready. Happen this weekend with your what kids? Do you mean, anything happen? No, I'm just saying. Did one of them show up pregnant? Like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> I'm telling you, kids are ruthless. Okay, if you're a leap year person, if you were born on leap year, tell me I'm wrong. Were kids nice to you? I'm like, oh yeah, I totally understand what you mean. Your birthday only comes around once every four years. Got it. That really sucks. Or did they make fun of you mercilessly? Man, I'm guessing it was the latter. All right. All right. 
Let's all just calm down. Oh, yeah. Cal- let's all That's calm down. You, you telling me to calm yes, down. Yes, and let's think about some nice artery-hardening food because it's time for Fat Boy Food Tip. Common Man and T-Bone have very little value unless they're telling you about all the crap they can shove in your mouth so you can die quicker. It's time for Fat Boy Food Tip. Wait, how do you want me to say it? Um, tip? 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 This is dumb. I quit. Now, before uh, we actually cut off the testicles of Wendy's, mm, which we true. will, yeah. uh, McDonald's has unveiled a new sauce. It is savory chili Wickdonald's sauce. Yes. Only for a limited time. It is uh, like Asian inspired. They're doing this anime thing, I guess, over at McDonald's. Yeah, so apparently in the anime scene, there's been a thing where people have created the fictional restaurant McDonald's, where you just take the M in McDonald's and flip it upside down. McDonald's has leaned into this, so they are making the savory chili McDonald's sauce. It comes with the upside down McDonald's logo. Instead of that, it says McDonald's. And it's very good. I just had some today. I actually went out for a little field research for the show, picked up 10-piece nugget. And asked for the sauce, got it, and or I had to order through the app. I don't know if you can just ask for it. But either way, I had some. It's good. I mean, it is more on the chili side than the sweet side. I wouldn't say it's super spicy, but it's got a nice little heat to it. But it is very savory, which probably is a testament to the ginger, now that I think about it. Because there is some ginger in there, Mike. And that's not your favorite. No, but I'll still try it, though. Yeah, I actually brought these guys back their own sauce packet so they could try it themselves with whatever they I mean, want I, to. I have the sauce packet, but I have nothing to dip it in. Yep. Well, Should I just, I'm just stick saying, my finger in it? If you order it, well, go, go ahead and do that. I don't care. I'm just hey, saying. Hey, can we go back to my desk and get it and bring it in here? I'll just stick my finger in it right now. I want you to drink the whole thing. Yeah, just right slurp, now. Go. Just slurp go ahead. the whole thing. Slurp it up. I'm not going to. I'll stick my finger in it. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, they're doing a whole anime thing. I don't yeah. know anything about anime. I don't either. I used to, like when I was in high school, we had a VHS of one of the erotic ones. You, that was you making did. the rounds in the friends group. Oh, in the friends group. In the friends say? group. It's like, hey, check this out. Thought maybe your uh, mom and dad bought it. I was no, like, well, what's happening over there? We, we did watch it all as a family. <laughs> it was uncomfortable. <laughs> the ten, until the tentacles showed up, right? Then it got a little weird. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Yeah. All right. So they're doing this. What are they doing? Like They're doing four. Uh, they said they're going to do every week for the next four weeks. They're going to release a new anime cartoon involving McDonald's on their website, McDonald's.com. So they got like a whole... Man, they've leaned into this. They all like right. all about. Can we get if we can do this for just a, a new sauce for for like the chicken nuggets? Could we do something like this once a month where we introduce like a food that's not in the U.S.? If we could do this for nuggets, we, we have been talking can we about do this something forever. like an international day. Give me international food day, like once a month. Thank you, Ted. I'm going to open this up right now. Oh, Ted already opened it and stuck his finger in no, it. How nice of him. That's not. good. That's good. Did he try his yet? I don't think so. Ted, you have not tried Did yours, you try correct? yours yet, Teddy? Oh, he's got, he brought his too. Are you both going to just try it together? Oh, I can smell. I Dude, I just unwrapped it. I can smell the ginger. <laughs> I can smell it. <laughs> All right. I know you're not a fan of ginger. Sorry, right, buddy. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Here we go. Oh, not your thing, huh? That means. No. Yeah. All ginger, huh? Yeah. <laughs> really? That yeah. bad? That bad? Yeah. Now, hang on a second. Give me some water, Patrick. <laughs> hang on. I want to I point out, on this show, yeah. for over a decade, when I once, once ordered mild wings instead of medium wings, 
All I've had to hear about from these idiots is like, oh, somebody ordered yeah, mild wing. They bring ginger around you, and you act oh, like my God. you've been shot with Teddy, a gun. Teddy's at least got something to drink in there. You, I don't know. you got your Sprite is right no, there. It's empty. Oh, oh sucks to be you. You know what I have? Oh, God. Mm. No. Oh, God. Nice Coke Zero. No likey, Teddy? No, not at all. I got to really? tell you something. Hashtag pee pee no worky. <laughs> <laughs> it went back up inside. I, you know what? It was fine. I liked it. I thought it was delicious. But you know what? If you like that gingery flavor, I assume that you would like it. I'm just saying. I had no idea it was this uh, oh. this abrasive. Oh, yeah. Okay. So now, do I get a reprieve from ordering the mild wings no. once? No. Because I ate this, and I, I could have drank the stuff. I thought it was really good. It has nothing to do with the spice level. Yeah, but okay, so it, ginger is a spice. If you can't handle no, ginger, you know what that's I mean. the same as I'm... if you can't handle cayenne or anything else. Cayenne! Hey, where's cayenne? What's it called? How do you say it? Cayenne. What did I say? Cayenne. Cayenne. Cayenne? Cayenne sounds like a Star Wars I gotta tell character. Yippee cayenne, Ky- mother effer. I got Ky- no, no patience cayenne for you. Cayenne is here. Take out your That's Kylo Ren that you're talking about, Marge. Is that right? Oh my God. You okay? Get back to the bowling Where'd alley. Where'd Ted go? Did he go throw up? He br- <laughs> He's gone now. I don't know where. By the way, it was your idea to do this on the air. I know. It was not mine. I just gave it to you as a gesture of friendship what to say here. He's seriously gone. He's left. I don't know. But if we ever want to exit the show, Teddy. Are you back? Oh, I thought you went oh, to he, throw he must up. have spit some out on the. Console there. No, you okay. Apparently, I'm just messy. I made a mess and I had oh, my yeah, hands and I'm like, ah, everywhere. I gotta get yeah, there. All right, that's sticky. fine. That's fine. Very All sticky. right. Well, we don't agree right, on. Now talk about Wendy's because I'm going to kill them now. We don't agree on the McDonald's, but we do agree on uh, this particular move being stupid from Wendy's. And Wendy's, we know you're listening. We know you're here. We love you, typically. But if you do this, look, man, we're going to have problems. We're going to call you out on stupid stuff, and this is stupid. Yeah. Uh, this is from the uh, New York Post. It says Wendy's is planning Uber style surge pricing where burger prices fluctuate based on demand. This is from Wendy CEO Kirk Tanner, who rose to the chief role earlier this month. It says he announced the new system on a call with investors, noting that pricing menu will begin this testing in 2025. So they're not doing this right away, but they're going to start testing this apparently sometime next year. Dynamic pricing model, the chain's iconic Dave Single, which is, of course, a quarter pound cheeseburger. Could increase by as much as $1 at lunchtime and drop down by the same amount after the lunch rush. Ridiculous. With constant pricing shifts, Wendy's will, quote, rely on digital menu boards, which I think most of them already have. Uh, but anyway, this is a. The idea is that they're saying essentially, well, if you live in like middle of nowhere America, your cheeseburger costs a little less at Wendy's than if you live in, say, Times Square. Yeah, and but you that's, go to that. That's for a reason. Well, they're saying that that's dynamic pricing based on location. Why not do dynamic pricing based on the time of day? Because your rent doesn't change and cost of operations as the day goes. Right. Bingo. That's just you That's being greedy bastards. Absolutely right. That is ridiculous to I me. I know it is. It's stupid. Look, you can even make the case for dynamic pricing in sports where it's like, oh, why should this Central Michigan ticket cost the same amount as this Penn State ticket? They're two different products. Yeah. You're seeing two different opponents. I don't like that, but I understand the logic behind it. Are you getting a special burger? Well, that's... The, no, well, you're getting right. the same damn burger that somebody else is getting that same day for more money. To your to your point, hunger is not the same thing as interest level of a football game, right? Like, people have work schedules that don't permit them to necessarily get lunch at 10 a.m. or at 2 p.m. They typically come around noon because that's a time traditionally where people have been let out of work to go get lunch. Also, our biological needs of 
how humans are. We tend to get hungry around that time. We live in a society. This is how it works. If people want to go see Notre Dame more than they want to see Western Kentucky, that's a that's an interest level thing. It's not like people at noon every day are like, oh, cheeseburgers, I forgot. Well, right, and it's not even assigned to a time. It's just, well, when the lunch rush ends. Well, yeah, what the hell does that mean? When the so- burger, but, like, you have all the burgers there. It's not like you have to go order more burgers from somewhere else just because of lunchtime. You know how many burgers you no, sell that's, every day. That's ridiculous. Dynamic pricing. They've already raised the prices so much on oh, this yeah, crap. You can't gouge us anymore. Right, now we're going to have dynamic pricing for fast food. Get the hell out of here. That's a joke. Uh, the NFL wants data from your mouth. It sounds really disgusting. It does. It's not as disgusting. I think it's disgusting. But we'll talk about it next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Watch for an accident on the left shoulder of westbound 270 between 23 and 71, and that's on the south outer belt. And a couple minutes slowdown on eastbound 70 on the east side between Hamilton Road and 270. This report is sponsored by InvisibleFence.com. Going stir-crazy with your pet, Invisible Fence brand works in any weather, so you can stay warm while your dog gets their energy out in the yard. Their local pet experts work with you to create a customized solution tailored to your pet. Learn more about how pets like yours gain independence at InvisibleFence.com. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Um. Did you feel that? It's your radio getting fatter. Getting fatter. Chubby time! This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Monday. So glad you've tuned in. Three hours a day, every single day. Don't forget Thursday. Uh, it's not really a show. We'll be here at 3 o'clock. But we're not getting paid for the show. It's the Leap Day show. Mm-hmm. And so we're just going to have a, a show that's not a show. It will that's not right. be available on podcast. I'm sure on Friday we'll get tons of complaints. Where's the podcast? There will be no podcast for yes. Thursday's show. Just be aware of it. Plan it accordingly. Be, it will be short a podcast this week. Well, and that's quite, okay. Quite, we want to play some music, and we can't do that if it's a podcast. We also may say very offensive things, and we want there to be no record. <laughs> I mean, I don't of the show that, whatsoever. To each their own. And Teddy, you're not allowed to put any of that show on the weekend show. None of it. No, no, not no. even the stuff that doesn't have music in it. No, no, Ted's never like, happened. Ted's like, man, I've got, I've got all this stuff for four days. Here's the, here's the good yeah, news, Teddy. I can't use that fifth day. We're gonna give you such gold. All the other days of the week? Okay. Well, I guess we'll start tomorrow, then, the goal. <laughs> I was just going to say, Ted, haven't you been the last hour and, 20, last hour and 20 minutes, haven't you already kind of been getting some... No? Guess not. Guess not. I guess not. By the way, can I say something before we do the oh, next thing? I so hope you do. Um, I just want to give a quick shout out. I don't usually do this, but I had a great time last night hanging out and was an honored guest with Ohio Wesleyan University, their baseball program. Uh, the Battle and Bishops are getting ready to embark on their season, and they asked me to come out and be the guest speaker at their guest speaker. Well, I was the For MC- what? I was not the guest speaker. I was the MC of the night. Oh, okay. Well, that's yeah. different. Yeah. So I went out there for their first pitch dinner. Got to meet them over in Delaware. And if you don't know the history of Ohio Wesleyan, like 
they have like a huge amount of history that literally affects all of baseball and part of our society. I mean, Branch Rickey, the guy who signed Jackie Robinson, played at Ohio Wesleyan, coached at Ohio Wesleyan. And back in 1904, he had a teammate who was a black man named Charles Thomas, who he saw become the victim of racism. And he vowed in that moment, he said he wasn't allowed to stay with them in the team hotel. And he had to like work to get Charles Thomas to stay with them. And he saw how humiliating that was for this man. And he said, I'm never going to let this happen if I have a chance to in this game. So then 40 plus years on, that is part of the reason why he helped to be the guy who signed Jackie Robinson and get him to the, and that was kind of monumental for society, for baseball, for everything. I've heard, I've heard about that. Yeah. So if you ever go over to Ohio Wesleyan's campus, they have Branch Ricky Way. They have a whole athletic facility named after him. It was a big honor to be part of that for me. I didn't doing this yesterday. Yeah. You, you didn't tell me. Oh, my cousin DJ is on the team. So DJ Neff, senior, shout out to him. Go watch him play. Go watch them play this year. They're going to be really good. But uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun and I got to dive into their history a little bit. So we have a lot. Of, we have a huge tie to that right in central Ohio. And I think that's really cool. They've been playing baseball for 120 plus years over there. Do you know that? College baseball, 120 plus years. Sounds about right. Been it's playing nuts. baseball for a long time, buddy. Yeah, but there's been a lot of college programs that are like, oh, sorry, can't do it anymore. No funds. You know, it's good to see that they're still doing it. That's good. I also found out Wittenberg sucks. So, yeah, we- screw you, Witten. That's what they they hate Wittenberg over there. Oh, okay. They're no f- so we were getting fired up about Wittenberg at this at this dinner. A little offended I wasn't asked to uh, go. To the dinner. Maybe Wittenberg should call you. Yeah, Wittenberg. Go ahead. Go. I'm just, I'm just saying. Up. I'm a little offended. <laughs> That's all. Would have been nice to get invited. No, you could turn it down. I mean, I did have plans, but I also found out that uh, Tyler Mott, their head coach, there, he's been there for 17 years. High school buddies with Ryan Baker. Really? Yeah, they are. They are longtime friends. Right. He told me to say hi to Baker. I said hi to Baker today. He said, "Oh yeah. Oh hey, that guy. Oh, hey, yeah. How you doing there, Jonesy?" <laughs> How you doing, Marty? Anyway, so uh, shout out to them. It was a fun night last night. All right. Hey, the NFL wants data from your mouth. Uh, yes. So apparently this is a program that's been going on for a few years, dating back to at least uh, 2022, where the NFL has looked at a program that was going on in the UK where they use smart mouth guards for players who play contact sports. In the UK, they're doing this with professional rugby. They have these mouth guard sensors, essentially, that you wear where the data is monitored during collisions to find out how violent the collisions are, what's going on with your body, with your head, all that stuff when these collisions happen. Um, So the, I guess, Sports Business Journal did an article on this back in November of 2022, and Brian McCarthy, who is the chief NFL spokesman, Pro Football Talk reached out to him over the weekend and asked about this program. He said the mouth guard sensor program is ongoing. In addition to use within the NFL, we're continuing to work with eight Division One research universities to collect data regarding on-field head impacts to inform injury reduction efforts at the pro and collegiate level. Now, there's no, there's no mandate that they have to share this information, right? Uh, it doesn't. He says the data collected su- supplements information we've collected at NFL clubs and is meant to ultimately inform injury reduction strategy, rules changes, blah 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 blah. But okay. All right. So far, it doesn't show where this stuff is being shared to the public. I will say, like, I, I commend the NFL for doing some work on this because I do think that's probably a good idea. Just be aware of this, NFL fans or sports fans in general. This is not being done by a third party that is doing it. Kind of like some of the con- the concussion research. Well, we they're saw. using universities to help generate the data. 
Yeah, and right? they're probably then, using them to somewhat help process the data. I would be shocked if the NFL was like, and feel free to publish whatever you find. You don't right, have to run right, it by right. us. I'm sure the NFL would like to have all this data for them for themselves, but also to help with any... If there's positives in here that say, hey, head injuries, not as bad as we thought due to you know these mouth guard sensors, great. They're going to publish that. If it shows, hey, you know how we thought concussions were pretty bad? They're like 10 times worse than we thought based on this data. I don't know if you're going to see a bunch of that data widely publicized by the NFL. So Also, Marvin Harrison Jr. just lets his mouthpiece hang off of the <laughs> face mask. Hey, he some never guys, puts it in. Some guys don't wear it. Well, so. right, what I mean is... I don't know how accurate this data is. Yeah, you'd have to know how much a player is actually using the mouth guard and to what degree, but the reality is it's don't if you don't know this, a lot of players also wear like you've seen soccer players do this. I think it's been a shock for some people. They wear a thing that kind of looks like a sports bra, mm-hmm. but that has a sensor in the back and it, it has a heart rate monitor, it has a whole bunch of stuff that tracks their velocity, how fast they're running. They use all that data in sports to figure out when a player is going to tire at what point in a game they typically fatigue after what minute of a game it's like yeah this player's not as effective in the fourth I wear quarter. one of those do you just my day-to-day life but that's just for the support yes it also helps me with my man breasts that's what i mean it's but it just, also gives me all those alerts does it really yes like i get up and then 5 minutes later you're tired go to bed go back to bed okay, okay. <laughs> sounds good you are deficient in every nutrient and vitamin <laughs> necessary better eat a donut just Go ahead and do that. Krispy Kreme is delicious. Yeah, see, I would program mine to just tell me things I want to hear, not necessarily what's good for me. Don't go to the location off 161 in Sawmill. Oh, hey, this is not an ad, but I do have a Fat Boy food tip along those same lines. Oh, do you want the in- intro again? Ah, we don't need all that. I just This is an addendum to the Fat Boy food tip we did earlier today. Okay. This comes from Dale, who said, A bonus Fat Boy food tip, valid today only. Flyers Pizza... It is their 48th anniversary in business, I guess. That is today only, the 26th. 48% off any 13-inch specialty pizza when you order online. Flyerspizza.com, online code 48OFF for 48% off. All right. 48% off. That's not bad. By the way, here's something else for you. I got a text from Program Director Fish over the weekend. Okay. He said, did Manelli's come up on that Friday Pizza Day show? Had it last night. Thought it was excellent. Thin cracker crust. Good, well-done bake. Oh. So he said we should talk about Manelli's. I have not tried it. Is that the one? Where is that? He said I'm, it's it's right off 70 and 270 uh, going west. Oh, it's at Wilson Road, it says Wilson here. Road, yeah. Okay. You know what? I'm not familiar with this place. It's right on the way home, though. Maybe sure you and enough. I should stop for a pie. Sounds. Anyway, well, Fish said it was bad? very good. All right. These are not ads. This is just no, fat just, people talking about food. Fat, these are fat boy food tips. That's different, right. A totally different thing. Uh, college football finally getting with the times. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Watch for an accident on the right shoulder of southbound 71 on the north side at 11th Avenue, causing some slow traffic from Weber Road. And you'll hit a couple-minute delay on eastbound 161 between Hamilton Road and New Albany Road. 
This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Taco Bell's new cravings value menu is a big deal, or rather, it's 10 big deals. From new items like the loaded nachos to familiar favorites like the spicy potato soft taco. Check it out at a participating Taco Bell today. Available for a limited time only while supplies last. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Just be glad you aren't as stupid as these two. Oh, yes. This, this is Common Man and T-Bone. Bone? Yes, man. I want to talk to you about my friends at Tri-State Men's Health. Okay. And I want to talk about a topic that I think needs to be discussed in a more open forum. And that is ED, erectile dysfunction. Yeah. Maybe you've had that feeling where you haven't performed in the bedroom. Maybe you laughed it off. No big deal. But then it happened a second time. Third time. Mm. Now you know it's a problem. How many guys out there have a mediocre sex life? Is it just good enough? Or could it be really good? Maybe the pills are just working okay, but they could be better. Enter Tri-State Men's Health. Enter me. Enter you. Enter me. Because I just hang out there. I do. Like Rimmer hangs out at the car dealership. I hang out at Tri-State Men's Health. Hmm. I go into all the rooms and make sure everybody's okay. You I, don't think, the, I, don't, uh, I don't think you should do that. In, in uh, like diamond terms, they have the, the hardness scale. Right. I walk around and I have my own hardness scale. <laughs> I just make sure everybody's a certain... I don't need to know more. I'll well, there's different your, levels I, no, of... I, I, I take your word for like it. Like there's, I understand. hey, these pants are half off at Kohl's. And then half there's Dewey off. Lipa just walked in and winked at me. Those are two different <laughs> levels of hardness. I, I'm never going to the store with you ever again, just for what it's worth. Well, if you, the pants are really on sale, sometimes you get a little excited. I, I didn't know that. Uh, at Tri-State Men's Health, they have treatments with success rates well over 90%. Some treatments can have you last an hour or more. Mm. Yes. Wow. Uh, call them today. 800-900-9654. Or visit TriStateMensHealth.com. I'll be there. In a white lab coat, checking the hardness. I'll be there. The James hardness. Well, like when you go to the buy a diamond, they talk about the hardness of the diamond. I know. You've mentioned that already. Did I? Yeah. All but right. there's a hardness scale with diamonds. Are there any other things that have hardness scales? Uh, water. Hard water. Yeah, there's that. There right. could be hard water. Yeah, hard water. Scaly I know about that. water. Do you have, uh, like if you're getting other dense materials like wood... Would there be, because like certain woods are softer woods That's and right. certain are hard woods. You know, you want different woods for different furniture applications. Mm-hmm. Maybe they have a hard. You don't want a bamboo. No. Bamboo can bend. Depends on what you, what kind of tree you're making. You don't want what wick, kind of furniture. Wicker. Well, it depends on the furniture you want, right? Right. That's different. You want like a hard oak. Well, yeah. If you want to, if I mean, if you want a sturdy bed frame or maybe a couch or whatever, I don't know what you're making, a table, kitchen table. Anywho. Yeah. Make a lot of couches out of wood, don't they? Uh, college football is finally getting with the time. So it looks like the NCAA is going to approve helmet communication with Which, the sidelines. About time. 
Well, yes, it's about time, considering this was first done in the National Football League 30 years ago. It was 1994 this was introduced in the NFL. Yeah, that's... There's no reason that they can't do this in college football. Well, now they're... they're what The reason that was stated before was that, well... We have different equipment manufacturers for all these different schools, okay. and one school may have this budget, and one school may have... The, what are we going to do? Really, it was just kicking the can down the road because they didn't want to do it. Here, Here's an idea. Go to all these vaunted media partners you have and say, hi, we're adding a... You know, do this in the next time you do all these TV deals. Just go out and say, yeah, uh, we're going to need to... All of us, all the conferences have agreed to this. We're going to figure it out. We're going to agree to a budget that says this is for the communications budget for all the schools. And we're going to have headsets that are all going to be the same, regardless of who your manufacturer is. They're all going to be made by this company. They're all going to be installed. We're all going to have money for it. Like if any school is crying poor over this saying we can't do it. No, that's all these excuse. schools have shot clocks, right? I, when I that technology came in, we that's, had to that's what I hear that. now is that why we can't have a shot clock in high school basketball. Well, and maybe that's a conversation. No, that's to have. not. Well, they, I'm, I'm saying there should be a way to do it in yes, high school. Yes, there is a yeah. way to do it. Don't give me the, well, it's really expensive to put a shot clock on. Shut up. <laughs> what are we talking about? No, nah, man, college sports is long past due for this with college football. You have to be able to put this in. It, again, you would not have had a Connor Stallions issue. Well, and that's what I was just about to say, is that all the excuses about it's a cost thing. It's a logistics thing because of the different manufacturers of the equipment. You just happen to have a scandal this season about stealing signals and signs. Yep. And people had the conversation. Why aren't helmet com available? Why is it not available? And so this offseason magically, well, the time has come. Right. We can do it. No, it's because you had this big scandal. You were embarrassed. And now you've hauled ass to make something happen. Well, you know, one thing I have heard about coaching, whether it's football, basketball, name your sport. There are a lot of people who talk about the coaches who do stuff during practice and they will teach you practice is about technique, right? That's where they're showing you all the different things you have to do in a game. They're getting you ready to play in a, in the right way. But during a game to be able to have an assistant coach on the sidelines. And I'm not just talking about the defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator, wide receivers coach. I'm saying there's other staffers that are also down there having people who can be involved on the sidelines who could still come up and say, Hey man, great job out there. I did notice this and just offer something to you during the game. That's got to be valuable too. You have how many people dedicated right now to the obfuscation of sign detection, all that stuff. Maybe instead of hiring like 19 lackeys to hold up big cue cards with Ron Burgundy's face on it. Now you could actually have a couple people who are involved in coaching who are doing those things, right? right. Who could offer something. Former players that can get those jobs as opposed to guys who are just going to stand there and hold up signs. That I, I'm just saying, that that's not a bad thing if we don't now have 27 people on each sideline trying to make sure those signals are getting in correctly. It is laughable that we have all these advances in technology. You turn on the broadcast, there's holograms of this and floating cable cams. Yeah, and then you right. look and it's like, how do we call plays? Oh, guys on the sideline doing wheels on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> holding up well, a, uh, hoping, holding up a picture of Lisa Turtle. I don't even mind that, like, I get the offensive coordinator is going to have maybe someone next to him who's helping maybe get a certain signal to one player group. But then when you have seven people holding up towels to block 
the people behind right. from trying to read what's on the back of these cards because if they know what's on the back of it, they know what the other side is. Like that, that's the level we've gotten to now. Michigan very well may have had the last three years of their time inflated by the fact that people are stealing these signs and they decided to do it too and they did the, the best job of anyone. That's all now going away. So I hope that stays that way. I hope they actually do adopt this rule. All right, here's some Bengal news for you. T. Higgins gets the franchise tag. Not necessarily a surprise. No. He gets the tag. Uh, the Bengals are remodeling their locker room. In the oh. last NFLPA survey, uh, the locker room received a D grade from players. D. Oof. Well, Ranking uh, 25th among the 32 teams. I mean, there's always going to be... Whenever we do lists of best to worst, if you just do it that way, there's going to be someone who's bottom five. But That's right. When you're doing a grading system like this, there's no reason why every NFL facility can't get an A. But so they are remodeling now. They should. You shouldn't. You shouldn't be one of the worst. That's an embarrassment. They're including uh, overhauling the ceilings, floorings, restrooms, and showers. Installing state of the art lockers. The target completion date is week one. I sure hope so. <laughs> target completion date. How about the target completion date is July? You know, like I hope that's what you're aiming for. You're like, okay, we missed it by a few weeks, but we're still more than ready for the start of the season. Good Lord. No way that could become a disaster, right, Mike? Um, so I guess in the preseason, they're going to use different locker rooms, like temporary locker rooms. Mm-hmm. It's like how the goal is week one. Yes, it should be the goal. I would hope the goal is well before that, is all I'm saying. Uh, they're also going to change the uh, the field turf. Oh, well. From, the, the, right, from, from the, the slit field turf. Whatever it's called, yeah. To the, I guess, better artificial turf. They're not putting in grass. We can't have that. That's crazy. No. No. Come on. They don't have the means for that. Well, you know Cincinnati. Bjorky. No, he's not putting it in permanently. Well, he's going to put it in for this English Premier League game that's coming. Well, they have to do that. And I... And I I would love it if they would keep it after that because that's the way it should be. There's no need for this field to have fake, stupid turf. You can grow real grass in there because they're doing it at the Cruz new stadium, which is on the same river at the same water table, same everything as this team. And they got a roof over part of the stadium and yet they can still find a way to grow grass. You can too. You can too. Yeah. Uh, Buckeyes with a big victory, snapping the 17-game road-losing streak in East Lansing last night. I have some more Buckeye basketball news for you. Maybe, uh, well, let's just leave it at that. Okay. Great. It's, about, it's about coaching stuff. Okay. Got it. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. There's a disabled vehicle on southbound 71 on the north side after Hudson Street causing some delay and expect a couple minutes slowdown on eastbound 70 on the west side between Mount Street and 71. This report is sponsored by Oaks Roofing and Siding. Your home's roof should be built to last like the reputation of Oaks Roofing and Siding. They have hundreds of reviews backing up their quality for free design, estimate and payments as low as $99 a month. Call 866-661-OAKS or visit Oaks Roofing and Siding. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. 
Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Can. The show that will tickle you stupid. This is Man and Bone. Happy Monday. It is Yikes Monday. Yikes coming up at 534. Mike, you know something that was not a yikes for me last night? That was uh, the, I believe it was the SAG Awards they had last night. I don't know if you watched the SAG Awards ever. SAG Awards. No. No. The droopiest sack. No. I I was awarded that. Okay. That's good. Uh, My gal, and I think everybody, it should be America's sweetheart, even though she's British, Hannah Waddingham from Ted Lasso. She she was uh, on the red carpet, and uh, I was getting tweets from people who were like, did you see... Anna Waddingham's dress. And it's just a very nice evening gown. I mean, she's got, uh, it's off the shoulder, a little bit of a low cut. She's got a nice, you know, uh, a cut to the thigh as well on the dress going up. I'm just saying, I'm looking Hannah now. Waddingham doing okay. See the best looks. Look at Mark. I see Margot. You would like her to the hell is throw you around, right, Bone? Uh, I mean, she looks like if that was something she'd want to do, what, I would what, be a willing what this, participant. What is sure. this look that Margot has? What do you mean? I didn't well, see come, it. Come over here. Take a look uh, at it. Okay. Get up. Walk around here. She's wearing like a black dress, but then has like a throw blanket sort of just wrapped around her here. That's, look at this. Oh, yeah. That's a that's weird like, look, isn't like a it? Big bow. That's that not. Odd. Yeah, just get rid of the bow. That's like a big throw blanket. Timmy, did you watch it last night? You talking about something Margot Robbie was wearing? Yeah. I'm trying to look it up right now. So what, she's got like a ribbon on her? It's like a big pink throw blanket. Yeah, it does. It looks like a blanket that's been made into a like a sash or a bow. or Like, it's bizarre. What was this This at? The Producers Sag Guild Awards? Awards? No, the Sag, Sag Awards. Awards. Screen Actors Guild. Okay. Yeah. That's the PAG Awards. The Producers <laughs> Guild. <laughs> and then the... Producers oh. Executive Guild. That's a whole different award show, Timmy. That one may that's not the, right. That's the Peg Awards. Right. Yes, this is the Prince is there. Yeah, it's like she's wearing a pink comforter. Mm-hmm. It's very strange. Yeah, that is odd. I don't. I don't understand fashion. You keep I showing me pictures of men. I don't care. Well, I mean, I don't care about some men. fashionably dressed men. I don't care about them. What was what was Hannah Waddingham's deal? Bone. She had like a burgundy dress on. It's just a, a nice dress. She looked great. Stunning is what I would say. Nothing like it wasn't spec. It wasn't different or weird or anything. It was just a nice evening gown, and I yeah, I yeah. find her to be fetching. She's a sweet gal. She's from uh, she's from Ted Lasso. Of course, she's the owner of the team in Ted Lasso, and then she was also in Game of Thrones yeah. and many other things oh, yeah. in British yeah. television she's, that I'm not familiar with. She's she's strong. Yeah, she's strong. That's fine with me. She's if a I strong, had, independent woman. If I had a a pickup basketball oh, team, I'd want her on it. Brie Larson. Oh, yeah, I heard Brie Larson was oh, doing all right. she is showing her stomach. <laughs> Here's what the thing, man, is that she's got say. no cleave going on. She's got no cleave showing, and that's perfectly okay, because she's showing me ab muscles. Oh, you're a big ab muscles guy? Oh, I love a stomach. <laughs> I love a good stomach. Yes. I love Did a stomach. Did you see it, Timmy? Yes. Am I lying? You ain't lying. No, that's a good stomach. That is a, those are washboard I'm not, abs. I'm not there yet. I haven't seen it. I'm trying to shirt. find it. Trying to find it right now. Oh, right. yeah. It's a huge pink dress. I see Selena Gomez. She She's doing all right with the white dress on. She looked nice there. Who's trying this, to see who else. Who's this one? <laughs> who's this oh, one? Oh, the, uh, the mermaid. The mermaid. Oh, from the, the live action mermaid? Yeah. 
I don't know the actress's ha- name. Haley Haley Bailey. Haley Bailey. That's Haley right. Bailey. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because I saw her at the uh, Grammys. Right, she was there. I believe you're she right. She did it for me there too. Yeah. Oh, now I'm seeing the Brie Larson. Yeah, yeah. This is kind of like uh, this is like it looks like two different outfits. Like the top and the and the dress. Well, I don't. The, I don't care. Whatever. I like. I like the middle part. That's <laughs> not there. Where they split a little while. I understand. Yeah. Anywho, this is good for the radio, right? Hey, look at this. Look at these hot no, people. Look at that. These hot people are attractive. You know Film what? Though? Eleven. I think most people have already seen the photos that you're mentioning. I don't think, I don't I don't know think that they many have. people care about this. People stuff. don't care about SAG. People don't care about SAG. They care what celebrities have worn if at any kind of red carpet event. My wife would know all this stuff already. I guarantee you. Did really? you watch the whole thing? No, but she's seen it all on social media. Like we're doing now. Because it's just, the fashion. We're yeah. looking at pictures. You're mentioning, I'm just saying, you mentioned Brie Larson. She would have said, oh yeah, pink dress, showing off the stomach. She looks so good. What is Brie Larson in? She's Miss Marvel. Marvel. Yeah. Not Miss Marvel. Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Yeah. What's the, isn't there a new Miss Marvel TV show? It's like a probably younger is. girl that is trying to take up after her. I, I have lost track of a lot of the Marvel Universe, buddy. So I gotta I. be honest. But yeah, so like I. Brie Larson's one of the big stars of the Marvel Universe. Teddy, yes. you like the Brie Larson? Yeah, she's a lovely lady. Yes. <laughs> Captain Marvel. Yeah. Is she also, no. <laughs> Hang on. I gotta what? F- I'm just trying to figure out what else she's All right, in. But while you're f- yeah, yeah, that's fine. figuring things out, Lots I will, I will tell you, uh, Buckeyes snapped their 17-game road losing streak. They beat Sparty yesterday. Dale Bonner with the game winner. Mm-hmm. Uh, former Villanova coach Jay Wright, he is a name that's been floated out as a potential candidate for this Buckeye job. Mostly by Jen Winters? And, and me. It, it was a long shot. Because he's successful and retired and seems to be enjoying his retirement. Well, it turns out he is enjoying his retirement. He says he's done coaching. He is not interested in the Ohio State job. Okay. So there's that. I mean, I I tend to understand why. Not because I don't think Ohio State's not a great job. I think if Duke called him, he, he said, said he's done coaching. Right. Like, I think he's just saying why I coached at one of the places. He wants to spend time with his family and look at Brie Larson's stomach. <laughs> That's you. I think you've added that in. You don't think he cares? Wait, I don't say he I doesn't bet you care. He cares. I'm just saying he he's he's probably you're right. He's probably thinking a lot about Brie Larson's stomach. Why we why couch are. it? I understand. Speaking of the fashion and college basketball coaches, Rick Patino busted oh, out that. the all white oh, suit. I saw it. And now he loves his team. Oh, hated, yeah. hated him last week. Loves him to death this week. Well, it's amazing what happens when you beat would they beat Creighton? They beat Creighton. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that'll be a bit that's a big deal. But also it's a good win, yeah. He then he went on to say, like, yeah, I did this all on purpose. <laughs> yeah, I was that all that stuff, all that stuff I did what was to get him to genius. come together like this, wearing his cocaine whites. Let him live. Is that what the whole uh, setup at Louisville was about too? Yeah, that's right. Just, it was all just trying to put him through adversity. Yeah, that's all it is. And myself too. <laughs> just want to see how we come out on the other side. That's why he went to Greece to coach there with the guys smoking in the arena, as he said. He said every arena he went to was full of smoke. That was not because no one wanted to hire him. It was so he could give himself some adversity to overcome. That's all it was, Timmy. Arenas filled with smoke? Yeah, he like said people in Greece, smoking? They, smoke in they the, could smoke in, in, the, in the arena. He said in the arena it was allowed, I guess. Wow, it's like the 60s. Now, to be clear. In, in, in Southern Europe, yes, it is. I'm basing all this off of Rick Pitino's first-hand account. <laughs> no, so I believe it. Your, the whole, Trust me, I believe your it. Your skepticism yeah. is warranted, is what I'm saying. Just a plume of smoke. That's right. 
I'd love to see Timmy attend a basketball game in Greece. Oh, dude. And the interaction that would happen. Why? As the guy, the guy pulls out a pack right next to him, lights up a heater, and Timmy says, you're really going to do this now? Now you have to do this? Hey, when in Greece? Pass it on. What, Pass it along, buddy. Start smoking, too? Sure. You liar. I can't stop now. I'm addicted. They I'm watching basketball. I'm smoking cigs. By the way, that's what they say with uh, Nikola Jokic. He played in Serbia. And they were asking him when he was playing, they said, what's it like going to the finals? Are you nervous? He's like, bro, I played in Serbia. I'm not worried about anything. And then they show Serbian crowds. Like, I want to go to a Serbian basketball game right now. Get they, like, a- light off fireworks yeah. in the crowd. Yeah, like, I want to go smoke a heater at a Greece basketball game and then go to Serbia and watch some of those games. Let's do it. <laughs> you have to fight three fans every game. And then go to Lithuania and buy some meat out of a coach's trunk. I want to do that, too. All the above. Uh, does bombing at the Combine matter? We'll check out some examples coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. We've got some slow-moving traffic on eastbound 70 on the east side between Hamilton Road and 270. And it's also slow on eastbound 70, but on the west side between Mound Street and 71. This report is sponsored by COSI, Center of Science and Industry. Transport yourself back in time and explore the fascinating story of the Titanic's maiden voyage. Coming to COSI March 9th, Don't Miss Titanic, the artifact exhibition featuring over 350 authentic artifacts recovered from the ocean floor. Tickets on sale now. Book your voyage at cosi.org. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. Fat and happy. Hey, one out of two isn't bad. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Monday. The segment that's not a segment, yikes. Coming up at 534. On Thursday... It's the show that's not a show. Because it's Leap Day show. We are having no podcast. The show does not exist officially. We will be here at three, but we're not being paid. Mm. So the show's not real. Yeah. So we're going to have just whatever we want to do. And probably some of that will be playing music while we talk. Now, if you think, how is that different from a regular show? Oh, buddy, <laughs> buckle up. Well, are we going to play... Uh... Are we going to play Name That Hole? No. Not, what's that called? What's the show called? What's the segment name, called? Name That Hole. Name That Hole. Yeah, that's right. That's we are going to play. Oh, it is right. Okay. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm still learning the new name. You don't want to play it? No, no, I do. We're going to do that too, right? I'm saying so I, we can... Sure, I don't know. We can get extra We're holes. out at 5.30 though that day. Yeah, we'll have to move it around a little bit, figure out where to put it. All right. Let's find a place for the hole. NFL... Yes. Yes. <laughs> NFL Combine going on in Indy. Um... You know, maybe you remember last year at this time, people were talking about how, uh, not uh, Justin Fields. Hmm? What the hell is his oh, name? Oh, C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud was essentially illiterate. Oh, yeah. Right? He's just a big idiot. By the and way. And he didn't even get his name right. There's a whole story on The Athletic, if you haven't seen it, about 
like what it was like a year ago for him. It, you know, some good reporting there. They got him on the record talking about it. But yeah, if you don't remember that, where it was just, I don't even know if you can draft this guy. He is so, He's so stupid. terrible on this, whatever this test was that they did. And then you go look this S2 test. And when you go look into what it is, it's a test that somebody came up with at some point, a BS kind of IQ test that the whole NFL just has been swept up by and says, oh my gosh, the S2 test, wow. But it really doesn't have a lot to do with football or anything else. It's just... Well, regardless, so, it was the Wonderlick before that. Yes. And we had heard stories about people who had done terribly on the Wonderlick test and turned out to be terrible. Sure. We have heard stories about people who did terribly on the Wonderlick test and turned out to be Hall of Famers. It happens. So now T-Bone's going to tell us about dudes who bombed at the Combine. Well, just remember that the Combine... It has its merit, right? And there are guys who show up to the Combine and really improve their draft stock, right or wrong. They've had four years, five years of tape to watch, but instead we're going to look at what someone does in their underwear. Vernon Golston did that. Yeah. Where he showed up and he was a freak of nature at the Combine. Draft stock rose quite a bit. And then that didn't necessarily work out. No, it didn't. And here are the opposite sides of that. Here's guys like Orlando Brown, 2018 he ran a five eight six forty. It was the fifth worst performance in the combine history. History, not that back, year. History, no, fifth worst in combine history. Offensive lineman. He also struggled with his weights. Didn't get up as many reps as they thought he should. Some of the coaches said he was just kind of half-assing it through through drills. Well, he got picked in the third round instead of the first round. He has since made four Pro Bowls and has been a a pretty good offensive tackle there in the NFL. I, I don't know why we have offensive linemen running the forty. I I don't. It's either. stupid. No. Another guy who actually, I mean, again, we know about his off-the-field struggles clearly since he first started in the league, but Antonio Brown, when he came into the league, did not do well at the Combine. Coming out of Central Michigan, he was small. He only weighed in at 186 pounds and ran a 4.56.40, which for a small wide receiver, 4.56 is not exactly blistering speed. And so he ended up falling down to the sixth round, but of course, you know, he ended up having a pretty good career with the Steelers before crazy for well, he was always crazy. <laughs> no, but before just controlled it, the crazy right before it went off the rails. Uh, Zach Ertz is another one who at the time Kobe Fleener had come out of Stanford tight end Fleener. and people were saying this guy maybe could be the next Kobe Fleener touch my Fleener. Well, they both went to Stanford and then after the combine, a lot of people said Comparing Zach Ertz to Kobe Fleener. I'm sorry to Kobe Fleener's whole family. How do, He doesn't even belong in the conversation. He apparently had a bad shuttle run. His vertical jump was not very impressive. Again, he had a 30 and a half inch vertical. Still wildly impressive for most humans, but not for an NFL player, I guess. He also had short arms for his six foot five frame. Went on to make three Pro Bowls, more than 700 catches, 7,500 yards. Not that he had the greatest NFL career ever, but he definitely stuck as a pro and I would say was better than some of the comparisons. Uh, Cam Newton was a guy that people weren't sure if he would be able to be drafted or or be drafted as highly as, you know, he was going to be this number one pick, all that stuff. And there are issues where they said he wasn't as accurate as they thought he should be. Well, he ended up going on to win an MVP, as we know, and certainly didn't have the, the greatest NFL career ever as a quarterback, but certainly more than held his own. Another one that was really bad at the combine at the time, Vontez Perfect. This is a guy that some people thought had first-round talent. He did not get drafted because his combine went so bad. 
And again, and because he actually got personal foul penalties at the combine. (laughs) But again, remember at the combine, when you have a bad combine, they're saying, we don't think this dude can play in the NFL. Vontez perfect more than held his own and was a great player in the NFL. We can argue about personal fouls and stuff like that. Certainly. But the, I, I mean, this is, he was an all pro. He was, you know, a long career there at some of the best years on that defense that they've had in a while. So guys like that, just, Acknowledge. Here's a few others. Marcus Peters, they said, was a bust coming out of the combine. Cooper Cup, they said, ah, oh, this guy can't even draft him. He was all right. And uh, the the one I wanted to read you at last. We know about Tom Brady falling to the seventh round. There is a quote about Tom Brady that I had not heard before. Maybe you have what? a scout noted about Tom Brady after watching his combine. Quote: Awful. He's not even on my board. Weak. He'll make somebody a good husband or a good medical salesman. This guy was wrong on everything. <laughs> he was he was a great quarterback. I don't know if he was a good husband or not. He was not a good medical salesman at all. He has never done that as far as I know. Got it all wrong. He's doing it now. Medical sales? Pharmaceutical sales. Oh, is yeah. he? Okay. Hope yeah. he's not doing crypto sales again. Yikes. Crypto's up? No, but Bitcoin's up. I don't his, know about the rest of crypto. His involvement specifically oh, yes, yes, with the that, FTX thing. That did not work out well for him is what I'm saying. He's currently involved in lawsuits because of it. So... That's not good. What if we had the radio combine? Well, what would that even look well, like? Well, if we just if we put radio hosts through the paces. Well, we had a race here recently. No, no, no I'm not talking about actual physical. physical stuff. I'm oh, talking okay. about doing radio things. Like, oh, can you sure, do an update? Sure. Can you run a board? You know what? You know what? Basic what? stuff. What do you, That's, how do you come up with a great idea. idea just sitting there? That's not a bad idea at 508. all. 508. Yeah. That just come to you doing the combine segment? Or do you have that loaded? No, I didn't have it loaded. No, that's a great that's idea. That's good. What else? Okay, so I think... Bone, what do you think you'd be worse at? Oh, running a board. 100%. <laughs> I, haven't, <laughs> I haven't run a board in 25 no, years. No, I, I... It would take me so long to... Like, especially if you gave me... Here's an hour primer on how to run the board. Now go? No. I'll tell you who would win the update section, though. Who's that? Timmy. Oh, no, no, no. I agree with you on that. Yep. Timmy, I think I, w- I think I'd take here the crown. You would, you would, you would take it. I here. don't like to pat myself on the back. I think I could take the crown. I, for I don't the think updates. I don't think anybody at this radio station does a better update than Timmy. Oh, look at I that. agree with you. And I, you know, I don't give you compliments. I hate you. I know. That's I'll true. kick you right in the face and then crap down your neck. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Yeah. Uh, let's see. We could also. I'm trying to think of what else should be in that type of comp. I mean, what about managing? Now, that's that's a different thing. That's not something everybody has to do, I'm though. saying, like, on-air for radio purposes, I think it would be good if someone had to... We gave you two hours, and you have to come up with ten no-doubt segment topics. Hold like on, Like, ideas for segments. Yeah, like building a show. Building a show. How that's, about interviewing? Yeah. I want to go back to what you, what you shot down. What about, like, listening back to one of your segments or being able to coach somebody up? That's That matters in what we do. Yeah, but only like one or two people at the radio station have to do that, you know? But like, I'm saying, essentially, you should be able to do it for yourself. You know what I mean? And then well, if somebody came well, to you and fair enough. somebody right. came to you and one of our younger guys asked Dissecting you for your advice, performance. yes, we going were just, over what you do and we would call that self-flagellation and you just walk into a room and it's like, all right, now tell me how much you <laughs> suck. Yeah. And then you go right. and you're like, well, first of all, I'm ugly. I'm stupid. And we're like, all right, you got it. Never mind. You're fine. It would basically be like the Gruden, bad name to use now because of what he's done, but the the show, the quarterback. Yeah, the quarterback show. where he would sit there and click through the plays and stop mm-hmm. it and tell me like, what are we doing here? What's this play Why'd call? you do that right there? Right. Yeah. That's essentially like an air check for Cutting people. Cutting sound. 
Now, yes. why did you decide to start that soundbite with a, um, ah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's the worst. Why can't you use the fade in, fade out tool? Right. Yes. Why doesn't Rothman know how to turn a computer on? <laughs> any computer. <laughs> I'm saying, like, if, push this button, sound come out. Any, he's like Celebrity Jeopardy. Any computer will do. Turn on the computer. Yeah, I just, I think there's a few of those. We should also probably see if someone can talk by themselves for at least five minutes. Yeah, solo. Like, yeah, see what solo it's like to hosting. do. Solo. You got to do, you got to do five minutes by yourself. I'm not saying you have to do a three hour show, but show me what you can do for five minutes. And after 30 seconds, you're like, ah, sorry. Oh, it's warm in here. Hey, like, then we know. All right. Solo now, host is I not think, for I you. I think we put something together, and I think everybody has to March? be involved in this. Yeah, every the producers have to be involved. Host. All the full time hosts have to be involved. Yeah, like I don't want to hear like Carpenter, like I can't do it. No, nope. you're going you to have to. Can the listeners vote on it? Like when we unleash the up, it, like we could have update week, and sure. throughout mon- Monday through Friday throughout that week, all the updates will kind of have them canned. I guess, yeah. how would we do that? Would you have to do a live well, Mike, one? Mike, Mike is in charge of it. He's decided, he's got the idea. Mike's going to make it happen. I think it had so. to be a live one. Yeah, so at some point, whenever you're on shift or during your show. Taped updates are for losers. Well, yeah, they, Ryan the, the combine chops would have to do like a 10 a.m. update one day during the, the com- show. The combine is live. Like, if I'm watching NFL Network this week, they're going to have a guy run his 40 time. It's not taped. I go out and watch it. You yeah. just put it on yeah, the TV. Good point. You got to. Perf- you're here yeah. and now. You this can't is, just deliver you the update too. You got to write the update. Oh yeah. It can't just be oh. handed to you. Oh, of course. That's a whole part of and the. And there's got to be a sponsor read at the end. Yes, because that's part of it. Really? And it has to be awake in 180. Hi. That's right. No matter what, it's going to be there. Now, see, Timmy. Now we're on to something. <laughs> yeah. Now <laughs> we've got something to there keep is, us there busy. It is. That's right. Oh yeah, we don't have anything like that around here, Timmy. Timmy, you're you just have nothing to do, right? You're not busy at all. No, no, I'm just here to help, Bone. Mm-hmm. We got a big meeting go. tomorrow, don't we? Do we? Don't we have the programming meeting? Yes, morning course, wave, morning we... wave, and afternoon yeah, wave. There's yeah. two meetings. Morning and afternoon. We have that tomorrow. I like a like a remember. golf tournament. I'm teeing off in the afternoon. What are you doing? Afternoon or morning? Afternoon tee off, Bone. Yeah, I haven't decided. I may just show. You're up supposed to morning. RSVP. Yeah. Okay. What are they? What are they ordering? I'm sandwiches. Saying, they got coffee cakes out for the morning. <laughs> Great. Then I'll go in the morning if they have coffee cakes. But they've got sn- other snacks out for the afternoon. If I don't get here in time, then I'll go to the backup one with you guys. I'll go to the late Teddy one. What bone. he's doing? But Teddy's never coming in here at nine a.m. <laughs> I know afternoon. Teddy's not. I know Teddy's not. Uh, duck gloves get mm. someone in trouble. Oh, how about that for a tease? Duck gloves. You know it. Details next. Common man and T bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. You'll find a five-minute slowdown on eastbound 70 on the east side between 33 and 270 and expect some slower traffic on eastbound 161 between Hamilton Road and New Albany Road. This report is sponsored by U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. Serve those who served. Join the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs and make a difference in rural veteran health care. Apply now for rewarding careers in Chillicothe. Visit vacareers.va.gov. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. 
Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And from every dime a dog night in the Midwest, he's here's Man and Bone. You know, my wife and I got in an argument this weekend. Okay. And... During the argument, she said, Why don't you just go live at Hollywood Casino Columbus then? Oh, wow. I said, Maybe I will. Maybe I will. Because I spent all my time there. Mm-hmm. I'm at the sports book. That's where Bone and I do all our banging. You know it. What does this banging mean? It's nothing to do with that. Oh, I mean, mostly nothing to do with no, that. No, nothing to do with that. When, when we, Bone and I do our banging there where they're eating wings and putting money on the ponies. Yeah, but you know, when I win money, I feel better. Me, personally. And then maybe I'm just a little bit better when I'm banging. You never know. Maybe that's just anecdotal to me. Bang, banging. Banging for more gambling. I'm saying then I go back and I gamble more because I'm see. feeling good. And I, yeah. yeah. What did you think I meant? If you want to feel good. Mm. If you want to feel good banging. Yeah. Go to Hollywood Casino Columbus and their 12,000 square foot sports book. Do it now or later. Or when your wife screams at you. <laughs> Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Uh, the segment that's not a segment, yikes, is coming up at 534. You were telling me when I came in today about the uh, the NASCAR race this weekend and how, uh, what's his name? Joey Langano? Joey Langano. Joey Langano. <laughs> sure. Was uh, given a penalty mm-hmm. because he had webbed gloves on. Yeah. So last week at Daytona, he ran his qualifying lap. He... Qualified on the pole for the Daytona 500. Kind of a big deal. Is that wrong, Teddy? He got he got the pole, right? That's correct. He okay. was on the pole. All right. So Hello? he one of the things that the drivers do when they're at these super speedways, it's all about aerodynamics. They have a window right next to the driver's door or where the drawer would be that stays open. There's no window actually there. It's a netting that's very, you know, it's weaved very tight to limit some of the air coming in. But it's still an open window, and when you're talking about aerodynamics, every little bit of advantage helps. So some of the drivers, when they're on the straightaways in these cars, to make them a little more aerodynamic, they will put their hand in the space where the window first opens up, right near like the corner of the window, right by where the steering wheel is. They'll put their hand there to block some of the air from coming in, just to get a little bit of extra Does that actually airflow. make a difference? Here's what I know, man. NASCAR teams would not tell drivers to do it unless they had found in a wind tunnel that it did. Okay. This is something they test stuff like this all the time. I know for a fact that NASCAR teams test, they don't paint the cars anymore. They do vinyl wraps over them, and they have tested like smooth vinyl versus like the matte colored vinyl. Oh, we don't want matte. No, because there is a level of apparently friction that goes through the air, a little level of drag that they have quantified where, yes, some some of these guys say, I refuse to have like a matte finish because it's not as aerodynamic. What if you spray your car with canola oil? <laughs> right. Will I that help? I have hurt. no idea. Maybe it would. In either case, so Joey Logano, it was found during the Daytona 500 qualifying and during the race and, and subsequently at this race in Atlanta, he was trying to wear these gloves that had a, a big patch, kind of like a baseball glove between the thumb and the index finger. So basically, there was an extra flap of fabric that when he put his hand out, it would, you know, add and be a little bit more of a buffer there just to make his hand a little bit bigger. And they said this was being done to gain a competitive advantage. 
Now, you're allowed as a NASCAR driver to wear gloves because they're fireproof. You're actually required to wear fireproof protection head to toe. So the gloves are part of that. What you're not allowed to do is modify the gloves in any way for any other competitive advantage. It's only supposed to be fireproof protection, and that's it. So they found video of him holding his hand up during his qualifying run at the Daytona 500, where, again, he was on the pole. He won the qualifying. And then as soon as he cuts the engine off and he's coming back into the pits, he took his left glove off, but not the glove on his right hand. And people now are looking at that going, well, that's a little odd. If you're gonna, sometimes these drivers take their gloves off right after the fact because it's hot. They're in the car. They just right, wanna, but you'll take both of them off. Yes, he took off the left one, which everyone would see when he gets out of the car, was a little weird, and then only, of course, put it on once he's in the car. So NASCAR caught him cheating, basically, and they, they deducted uh, points, and I believe they also moved him to the back. Of the, he had to go to a like a pass-through penalty during this race to, in Atlanta. prison. Yeah, actually, they shot him dead. They said, nope, that's it for you. No more racing for you. You're done. Anyway, I just find the cheating element of NASCAR to be so fascinating because in other sports, like we talked about with Connor Stallions, you know, we had a lot of people talking about that, and rightfully so. But I said at the time, as much as I hope he gets the book thrown at him, I come from the world of racing where if you're not cheating, you're not trying. I mean, these guys are trying everything to get an advantage in yes, NASCAR. Yes, but the other side of that is if you're cheating... And they find out about it. Well, then you they gotta, don't. They don't wait nine years no, to do something you about take it. Take your medicine. They punish you in that race. They do, or they'll punish you the next week. They will ban whatever you're doing. Yeah, I mean it's it's an extremely competitive thing, and these teams go all out on it. Years ago, Mike, one of my favorite cheating stories of all time is a guy, all time great name, a NASCAR crew chief. He built the cars. This is back when you you know you just build a car and bring it and hire a driver to drive it, and that was that. This guy named Smokey Eunuch. He had, My I'm guy. telling you, that's his name. Smokey Eunuch. He had Smokey's Garage down in, I believe, Daytona Beach. And he was just well known for getting fast cars. But always his cars got a little bit better fuel mileage. They always stayed out a little longer. Didn't have to come to the pits as often. Yeah. Pits. So one day, you know, one of these other NASCAR teams is like, I think he's doing something weird with the gas tank. He gets so good a mileage at all these races. You guys should inspect his gas tank. So NASCAR opened up the trunk where the gas tank is stored they looked at it and they said this is a little bit bigger than it's supposed to be and it's uh, not quite the thick of thickness of the metal it's supposed to be so they confiscated it and said we're taking your gas tank out of the car Smokey we caught you and he goes all right guess you got me then the story goes he hopped in the driver's seat of the car and drove the car away because <laughs> that was not the only gas tank he had in the car he had some other way he was cheating and so they was like, yeah, boys, I guess you got me. And then drove away. Look at that. They had no idea how, how he was doing Smoky it. Smokey eunuch. Yeah, man. This is, I mean, this goes back 70 years in NASCAR. Guys have been cheating like this. As long as there's been a sport, this is what they've been doing. So I'm glad the tradition is still there. I know, but it amazes me, though. Where it's like you got special webbed gloves mm-hmm. so that you can cup the air yes. just a little bit while you're driving. And that's going to make a big difference. And only like on the straightaway for maybe 10 seconds of the lap. You know, you're putting your hand up, and then as soon as you get to the corner, you're back to grabbing the steering wheel and turning like everybody else has to. I assume they have people like the stewards. What do they call them? Well, like the race, the NASCAR officials? You yeah. Mean? Yeah, they've got officials at every pit box. I, know, got I, people I didn't know if they called them stewards or what, what, what they, they call They've got all kinds of people that watch this stuff, yeah. But every car has to have a feed inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have know, cameras and, in them, yeah. Right, and you got one person monitoring each driver 
I don't know that. I know they have one person usually monitoring each pit box. Like they have someone who's assigned to stand there and watch it and review the video to make sure no one left early. All no right. one did it. Yeah, they got all kinds of rules, but still teams find a way to cheat. They literally had to make a rule. Ted and I were talking about this where they told NASCAR teams, hey, uh, when your drivers leave, they used to have five lug nuts on each wheel that hold the wheel on the car. Yeah. Going 200 miles an hour. They had to tell these teams, hey, I know it makes your pit stops quicker. Please don't leave lug nuts off of the wheel because they were going in saying, if we only put three lug nuts on, that saves us like a second and a half. So guys, and maybe your wheel flies no, off but hey, and kills someone. But hey, well, we're faster. So you know how that went down. At faster some point, to the morgue. At some point, they said, hey, uh, you're really quick right now, but we didn't put all your lug nuts on. And the guy's like, well, do I have to come in? They probably said, not if you don't want to. And then he probably won a race doing that. And they said, well, hey, why don't we do that on purpose? And so, yeah, until a wheel falls off and then someone dies, you're right. That's why they made the rule saying, nope, you had them all tightened up now. The segment that's not a segment, yikes, is coming up next. Colin Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. You're going to hit some slow traffic on eastbound 70 on the west side between 315 and 71 and expect a five-minute delay if you're on eastbound 70 on the east side between 33 and 270. This report is sponsored by Ohio Laborers and Ohio Lessed. Ohio Laborers would like to congratulate member of the week, Wimberly Cook Jr., Laborers Local 423 in Columbus. Wimberly is a 24-year member who's worked with Bechtel. Build Ohio right, build it union. I'm Nicole for 97.1. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Back when I was banging, this show slapped. Whatever the hell that means. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Hey, on Thursday, it's leap day. So it's an extra day that they don't pay us for. So we said, if we're not paying us, we're not going to do a real show. So there's going to be no podcast of the show on Thursday. If you want to hear it, it's live, three in the P. That's Mm. it. Whatever we say lives and dies during the show. There will be no record of it. We'll be extra stupid, extra inappropriate. We'll play music when we're not supposed to. The show's also over at 5.30 because Buckeye basketball is starting earlier that Mm -hmm. night. Yeah. Now it's time for yikes. You ready? I'm ready to go. Uh, The NFL has changed the rules to the point where you can hardly touch a quarterback and they have more mobility than ever. That can be a good thing when you're avoiding contact. That can be a bad thing when you're moving out of the pocket and acting like a running back. The league has also added one more regular season game to the schedule, but with the finely tuned athletes of today's game, you would think that quarterbacks would be healthier than ever. Turns out, not. Back in 2012, 19 quarterbacks handled 95% of their team's dropbacks during the season. By 2015, that was down to 15 quarterbacks. In 2020, that number was 12. This past season, only eight quarterbacks handled 95% of their team's dropbacks. Yikes. Which again proves my point. If you don't have a competent backup, you don't have a chance. Yikes. 
going on? Uh, I'm going to start off with a positive yikes for Victor Wembenyama, NBA player, rookie, who got his first 5 by 5 of his young career. Now, what is a 5 by 5 in the NBA? That is where you get at least five of a certain category in five different categories. So for him, he got 27 points, so obviously more five, than, more than five. Uh, 10 rebounds, more than five. Eight assists, more than five. Five steals, that's five. And five blocks. Five. At 20 years old, he's the youngest to ever do it. Andre Kirilenko was 22. There have only been 14 other players in league history who have done this, and there's only been 22 of these games ever in the NBA. He did this in 31 minutes, which is the fewest minutes that it ever took someone to do it. Previous record was Marcus Camby with 34 minutes. But Akeem Olajuwon is really what this thing ought to be called because the Dream did this more than anyone else. He has had six 5x5s in his career, including multiple triple-double 5x5s where he did a triple-double and had five in two other categories. Let him live. And also, yikes. Remember when you yelled at me every time I did a positive yikes? Yeah, I know. I just embraced it. Now you're the king I'm just, I'm just of positive yikes. I've just embraced it. All right. My Cowboys, they drafted Mozzie Smith from Michigan in the first round of last year's draft. I just saw on TikTok that he had a storage locker, which went up for sale, and it was purchased for $1,800. Yikes. Apparently, his payment had fallen through the cracks during his transition to the NFL, according to his agent. Well, the storage locker included player-exclusive cleats, some Jordans, a gun safe, other expensive items, and a Michigan playbook. Yikes. Signed by Connor Stallion. There you go. Uh, You know I love it when I get mystery items at fast food establishments. We fondly call this game, What's in the Bag? Mm -hmm. The ultimate is when you get something for free that you didn't order. This happened to a very nice man in Florida yesterday. He was visiting his local Dunkin' Donuts when the person at the drive-thru handed him an extra coffee free of charge. Okay. Now, even if you're not a coffee drinker, I assume you would appreciate the gesture, pull away with a smile, or you can do what this guy did, which is throw the scalding coffee right in her face. Oh, no. Yikes. Oh, no. As you would assume, the poor woman has blisters all over her face. The popo is currently searching for the dude. Yikes. Uh, My next yikes involves cliffside mansions. So an 82-year-old by the name of Louis Brugerman, he owns a house that is worth $16 million on the coast of California in Dana Point. It's on the verge of falling into the ocean, but he is refusing to leave his home. Brugerman says his house is fine and isn't worried about it falling into the ocean, despite a recent storm that eroded the cliffside. If you go look at pictures, they have video of this house. I mean, it is steep, steep cliffside. And then you can tell there's fresh erosion where a bunch of rock has fallen away. You can see the rock slide at the bottom. Everything is still there for now, but he says the house is fine. It's not threatened. The city agrees there's no major structural issue with the home. Disagreeing with this assessment would be anyone who looked at it with their own eyeballs. Yikes. Good thing California isn't known for earthquakes or anything because this house is one giant earth sneeze away from being not ocean front, but ocean bottom. Yikes. All right, in Hong Kong, it's a big thing to own certain license plates letter, license plate letters. In fact, yesterday at a government auction, the letter D, it was purchased for two and a half million dollars. Yikes. The buyer apparently was a woman and she really loves the D. She needed that D and she paid for it. Yikes. It's actually only the third highest bid for a license plate in Hong Kong. 
The second most expensive was the letter R. It sold for $3.2 million. Yikes. The most expensive letter ever sold in Hong Kong was the letter W. It sold for $3.3 million. Yikes. Why? I guess there's certain uh, things associated with these letters. Like, I know D, they mentioned, was like dragon and dollar. And it's like little... So what's W? What do they call it? Feng Shui, right? Yeah. yeah. So... But W, I'm not sure. There's an old saying in Tennessee. Yeah, I know right. it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once, shame on shame on you. If fool me, we can't get fooled again. Chick needs the D. <laughs> get that chick a D. <laughs> Give her the D. Uh, there are people out there who have dedicated their lives work, lives work, life's work to the study of psychopaths. A new research suggests the current data may be all wrong. It was thought that male psychopaths outnumbered females by a ratio of 10 to 1. But a new theory says that's not really true. They think it's more of a 50-50 split. Yikes. Previously, data on psychos was collected in prisons and mental health facilities, usually because that person committed a violent crime and was captured. But what researchers are starting to realize is that women are just as psychotic as men, They're just not as stupid to go out and kill people. They can control their urges, even though they are indeed psycho. Good to know. And yikes. Uh, Logan and Tiana Abney of Dry Ridge, Kentucky, tied the knot on Valentine's Day inside a Hop Shops convenience store in northern Kentucky. Family and friends attended the wedding. However... Not only was it held in the convenience store, it was held in the convenience store bathroom. As you do. That's because these bathrooms at the Hop Shop convenience stores are known for having a disco theme, where if you are just a regular patron, you go into the bathroom, it has a button that says, do not press this unless you want to have a good time. You push it, and a disco light comes down, and all yeah. kinds of music starts that's playing. that's all that happens. Well... Some guy didn't just come out of the stall and go... Well, Tiana works at one of these Hop Shop convenience stores. Her boss liked the idea when she joked about having the you know wedding at the store. And instead of having the wedding with a typical first married kiss, the couple pressed the red button, which played Randy Travis's Forever and Ever Amen as their song. That's all very nice. But I know at some point in a family argument down the road, someone is going to bring this up in a negative way in such fashion as, well, yeah, Tiana, at least I didn't get married in a gas station bathroom, you whore. Yikes. Suck it. The husband did have. Thank you, Ted. (laughs) (laughs) It's a callback. I know. Thanks, Ted. That was a good callback. I like. Oh, man. I got to pay some money for the D. Mm, That's right. (laughs) It's expensive. Yeah, it is. You ready? Yeah. Go ahead. All right. I got a good one here for you. Oh, right. Right, right. NASCAR, the, NASCAR had one of the closest finishes in history yesterday as Daniel Suarez held off Ryan Blaney and Kyle Busch by three thousandths of a second. Yikes. Kyle Busch went on his Instagram account and he said, can't get much closer than that. Needed a couple inches. Well, his wife responded to the comment by saying, I've been telling you that for almost 20 years. That's a good woman right there. Good line. That's a good woman. Samantha Bush with a good line there. Nice. Samantha. Is that her name? Bush. That's her name, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That's her name. That's right. Sammy Bush. Good old Sam Bush. Your gal. Yes. Yeah. No, she's great. She's great. She's funny. Any more? No. It's Kurt Bush. Well, yeah. Kurt is Kyle's brother. Bush. Bush. There's George W and HW. Bush. Mm Mm-hmm. I always forget George H.W. Bush, the old man who's obviously passed away, the former president. Yeah. He used to run the CIA. 
Yeah, he did. Yeah. What does that guy know? He knows some things. He's dead now. Yeah. Well, it's, I know, but what did he take to his grave? He knows some secrets. That's what I know. I wonder what he actually knows. Oh, he knows. He knew lots. We assume people know no, things. No, no. He was, he was, he knows. I know he knows. I'm just saying, like, you, before you started working at this radio station, you assumed we did things a certain way. You're right. Man, those guys, they're professional. Yeah. That's a big time radio station. One of the highest listened to stations in the country, regardless of format. Mm-hmm. Then you started working here and you found out what we really knew. And that's nothing. Yeah. George H.W. Bush, though, took over the CIA after it was found out they were trying to assassinate people. And they were like, hey, H.W., can you make sure no one finds out about this stuff? And he was like, got it. So I'm just saying, he knew some stuff. You're doing God's work. That's what he thought. Back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Watch out for a disabled vehicle on the ramp to westbound 670 from southbound 315 and some slower traffic on eastbound 161 between Hamilton Road and New Albany Road. This report is sponsored by InvisibleFence.com. Going stir-crazy with your pet, Invisible Fence brand works in any weather, so you can stay warm while your dog gets their energy out in the yard. Their local pet experts work with you to create a customized solution tailored to your pet. Learn more about how pets like yours gain independence at InvisibleFence.com. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Um, For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Table coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of Buckeye Roundtable, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Hello, Timmy. Oh my guys. How about that Sunday for Buckeye basketball? How about oh, it? Yeah. Both teams. Unbelievable. That was a that was just perfect timing by both those teams to have two. I mean, the one game was epic, right? The Michigan State finale, Ohio State women locking up the Big Ten championship. And then, of course, you even had in the hockey, right? You had jackets with a big win yesterday. Everything was going right Everything for Columbus. Everything Crew over the weekend. Yep. Yeah. They had Saturday. Got off Cucho. to start there. Got a one nothing win. You know, I forgot to play our thing. What's our thing? Well, I mean, we had uh, we had Cucho. We had oh, soccer, didn't sure we? Sure enough. Yeah, Cucho we Hernandez update. Had a goal, the winning goal. Should have had another one. Had a penalty kick that he missed what that he bum. should have scored. What a bum. I've, you're not going to see that too often, How though. How does that happen? I, I don't know. like that. He's one of the best I've ever seen do it with the crew, and it just was one that he completely mishit, put it right where Brad Kazan could get it. But yeah. Let me ask you, what's a typical betting odd on a guy that good converting that? You know, I've never seen an odd, like the odds for it on... Like in live betting because I've never looked, so I don't know. It's but like twenty five to one, you think at least? You mean it would be like one to twenty five? That's yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be a massive, yes, right. the massive favorite. No, for, no value, right? None. Yeah, there would be no value in betting it. Floyd that, Mayweather would drop like six million on it just so he could win a little bit. Hey, that, he would have lost. He would have lost it all if he did that. But yeah, still, the crew got a one nothing victory at home. Doesn't matter really how much you win by. You just got to win right now. Just get uh, right now. All the time. That's all I need from this team. Just get points. 
Timmy, what is coming up on Buckeye Roundtable tonight? Well, we've got a, a wonderful first hour. Paul Keels, the big daddy, had a great call. I'll replay that final call for all the folks if they missed that. Talking about the Michigan State win. Kevin McGuff on his championship team now as the women have two more games in the regular season. A big one on the road at Iowa. And Tyvis Powell will give us some stories as I just hit my microphone. Sorry about that. He'll give us some stories from the Buckeye Cruise and talk some Buckeye football. And a couple of Steves in the second hour. Steve Hellwagon talking some football. And Steve Rollick on men's hockey. Now, I heard a little rumor. Yeah. I don't know if it's true. That there was a little bit of a, of a thing. On the cruise, I'm gonna I'm gonna pry him about that. I'm gonna pry okay, him about all that. All right, I just heard a little thing that the players that beat Michigan regularly had a little thing with the players that haven't beaten Michigan. Oh, we shall recently. see. Okay, oh. I would I would imagine a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff goes on, right? Like how many stories have come from that Buckeye cruise just throughout the years? Oh, how I've, many years have been doing? I've it? heard quite a yeah, few. I mean, I've heard a lot of them too. Yeah, yeah. some good, some not so good. Yeah. All right, so you're going to talk to him about it? I'm going to talk to him about that. We'll that see, is must-listen-to radio. Buckeye Roundtable, top of the hour, statewide. Right here on The Fan. Back page. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Well, man, how about this for one of the best players in the NBA, Nikola Jokic, one of the uh, all-time greats. I think he's going to go down as... He is on quite a little streak here these last three games. He has, of course, won two MVP awards. He's trying to make the case for a third. And this little three-game stretch he's just had adds to his uh, lore. So February 22nd against the Wizards, what would that have been on? Thursday, Friday? Was that the 15-15 game? He had 21 points, 19 rebounds, 15 assists. Then Friday night against the Blazers, 29 points, 15 rebounds, 14 assists. Last night against the Warriors, 32 points, 16 boards, and 16 helpers. It's unbelievable. He is currently, those last three games, his averages are 27.3 points per game, 16.7 rebounds per game, and a solid 15 on-the-nose assists. And I love how he's out there in the All-Star game last Sunday just being complete goofball. He's like, get 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 me off the court here. He's like... Throwing dunks away, you know. Everybody knows. Everybody <laughs> Just, knows that game's a joke now, including <laughs> the players. But he's no joke when it comes to being on the court. He is absolutely phenomenal to watch. But yeah, Nikola Jokic. I'm just telling you, go if you're not watching. I don't know why you're not. If you like basketball, in, in you should first, watch him. In the first of the three games you mentioned, you forgot to say he was perfect from the floor. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, perfect he's also one of these guys that is super efficient. Doesn't take a ton of shots to get his points. You're exactly right. Uh, and also, remember that story last week about Eric. All the uh, all the coaches are leaving college sports to go to the NFL. No one wants to do NIL. Well, Eric Bieniemy went the Oppo Taco on that. 16 seasons as an assistant coach in the NFL. He is now taking an offensive coordinator position at UCLA. Now, he says, I was not fired from the commanders. I chose to leave. Maybe I wouldn't have been offered a job either way, but I'm glad for my time there, and now I'm ready to move on. But he's someone doing the opposite of what was just talked about last yeah. week, going to uh, be an assistant coach there. So I would have left, left the league if I was him, too. Yeah, can't blame him. But there you go. So now that's a, a big get for... Um, I forget who just took over there at UCLA as their head coach. Oh, it's one of their legendary guys. Yes, former guys. running back. Who is it? Oh, oh I'm, who oh, is it? Uh, uh, we're out of time. We're out of time. Deshaun Foster. Yes, Deshaun Foster. Running back. Thank you. Yeah. Good job, Bone.
right, gotta go. Uh, Buckeye Roundtable is next. We are back tomorrow for a big Tuesday show. Talk to you then. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Watch for a disabled vehicle on southbound 315's off-ramp to westbound 670, and you're looking at a five-minute slowdown on eastbound 70 on the west side between 315 and 71. This report is sponsored by U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. Serve those who served. Join the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs and make a difference in rural veteran health care. Apply now for rewarding careers in Chillicothe. Visit vacareers.va.gov. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. It's a fan action update. Sign me up for a Sunday like that every week. This action update is brought to you by ESPN Bet Gambling. From call 1-800-GAMBLER. Blue Jackets win over the Rangers as a plus 150 money line underdog. Cleveland Cavaliers nine-point road win over the Wizards. Buckeye women's hoops goes to 24-3 with a win over Maryland. And Buckeye men's hoops four-to-one underdog wins outright in East Lansing over Sparty. For your ESPN Bet action update, I'm Scotty Vegas. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Casting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.